Welcome back to Table Talk Discussion and Discourse Episode 4, Part 2. If you didn't see Part 1, uh, go and find it, and uh, you'll have more of the context of what we are doing here. Uh, this part is hosted by myself, Alejo, aka Graydon95, and Aiden, aka It's Sneaky Adolf. As I said, if you haven't seen the first part, then you won't know what's going on, and I will front load this by apologizing for my microphone. Uh, it randomly pops and also makes me sound like a demon throughout this entire part, and so uh, I I apologize. I did not catch it until I had actually finished recording and everything was being put together. So, um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. I was just telling the audience mm-hmm. that I I don't think that going one level of ranger is going to be uh, too great in terms of actually representing a witcher as a whole. Okay. Um, because as a ranger, you typically pick either like dual wielding or ranged combat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Geralt definitely does have like a hand crossbow that he uses. So if you go dual wielding, uh, you run into the issue of Geralt never wields his swords both at a time. But you don't um, have to do dual wielding, though. Because they're, they're, hand and a half, they're hand and a half swords. One is yeah. steel, one is silver. Yeah. No, I get that. Um, um, dueling, dual, you mean dueling, not dual wielding, yes? Because you could choose dueling. Dueling is uh, when you're wielding melee weapon in one hand. And no other weapons, you get a plus two bonus of damage rolls with that weapon. The ranger. Now, admittedly, I've never actually played... 91. Yeah. What? Page 91. You keep cutting out. Page 91 of the player's handbook. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I heard page nine, and then I'm like, what? And you're like, page nine. And I'm like, damn it! <laughs> Uh, archery, defense, dueling, or two-weapon fighting. Oh. Yeah, they're basically just a... Remember, the ranger is a weird mixture of druid, fighter, yeah. and rogue? Not rogue. Um. Mm. I'd say druid and fighter. Yeah, just druid and fighter, I guess. But, but they don't have their own identity enough. Unless you're one of the subclasses in yeah. Xanathar's, I'd say. Literally, the last ranger I played uh, was uh, my first D&D character. I was going to say, yeah. I was, I was... And, that, and that was back in 3.5, where you picked dual wielding or... Um, well, back in 3.5, where uh, you could make um, a character. Yeah. <laughs> um, dude, I would actually really like to see these me. videos done in 3.5. Uh, oh! you can get... You can get specific as you shit. get hyper specific with 3.5. Hell yeah, absolutely. Um. Cool. Anyway, though. Yeah, let's uh, let's crack on here and see what Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm just Pick gonna be eating some digestives. First level okay. Rangers can learn three skills from the Ranger list: athletics, insight, and animal handling. Will round you out pretty well for now. But where the hell is perception? Well, thanks to the fancy new class feature variants Unearth Arcana, you can take the canny ability from Whoa. Explorer. Whoa! Whoa! Variants feature from Unearth Arcana. 
You realize Unearthed Arcana is not core. What the fuck? Variant. Uh. Canny. UA. What the fuck is this? Class feature variants. Canny. Okay. Get me there. Oh, with the fucking PDF. God damn it. They're always PDFs, aren't they? Okay. So. Right. So, 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 so. Ranger. Here we go. I will show this on the screen here. Uh, let me just move this over there. Eh! Okay. Ranger. Uh, first level Ranger feature replaces Natural Explorer is uh, Canny. Choose one skill, animal handling, athletics, history, insight, investigation, medicine, nature, perception, stealth, or survival. You gain proficiency in the chosen skill if you don't already have it. And you can add double your proficiency bonus to ability checks using that skill. Wow! That's really? really good. That's like a rogue. You just immediately get expertise in one skill. You, yeah, you literally... That's literally just being a rogue. Okay. Okay. And so you also get roving where you your walking speed increases by five and you gain climbing and swimming speed equal to your walking speed. Wah! Ha! Uh, tireless, as an action, you can give yourself a number of your temporary hit points equal to 1d10, your wisdom modifier. You can use this special action a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier, and you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. In addition, <laughs> whenever you finish a short rest, your exhaustion level, if any, is decreased by one. What the fuck, dude? You're using UA? Shit! That should be a fucking feat right there. That's that is so much better than one the fighter's second wind. You've got yeah. You literally on a short rest, your exhaustion goes away as well. You're basically a barbarian at that y point. You're fucking amazing. Okay, let's see. I need to now go up and see fighter what they give fighter and said because that's well, that breaks everything there. Um, Let's let's get back to the video first. But, oh man, but it's UA we have, stuff. We, ah. we have plenty of time to talk about UA. You're right. That can Literally. be a whole other podcast. I was gonna say it should be because some UA stuff needs to be looked at because that. Oh, I've read very little of UA. Me too. I read a little of it and I went, <laughs> nope. Exactly, and I understand it for you out there. If you're getting angry and going, well, it's just playtest material. Yes, it's playtest material. It is to test. But, but it's Watsy, though. But it's Wizards of the Coast, though. It's like, no, I understand, but they can do wrong. That is a thing that unlike literally, us. unlike us, they can be wrong. Whereas we are either right or less right or more right. Remember this. Uh, yes. Unlike us, they are fallible. <laughs> it's just that. Okay, so now now we've gone into using. <laughs> we're not using. We're not using homebrew except when we are, and we're I... also using fucking UA stuff. All right. Yeah. Upon his introduction of him using UA, I would like to redact my point about like um, his not using the. Um, uh, Blood Hunter as understandable. Uh, 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 
I don't think it was understandable to begin with, so I still maintain my fucking consistency, and that's all that I care about at this point. At at this point in time, let's just go on to UES RPG and find a Witcher. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, really. Like, what the fuck? Ugh. Gives you proficiency with a skill from the ranger list, like perception, and lets you double your proficiency bonus with it as well. Your <laughs> sniffer is incredibly strong and useful to keep you safe. Or Remember, you're also a shifter, so you have advantage on that whenever you shift. And you don't have to not shift. You can just, I mean, I don't remember. Let me check if there's, I think there is a limit on shifting, but like, <laughs> um, shifter, right. Shifting. Uh, bonus action, you can, you can only do it for a minute or until you die. Um, you can't do so again until you finish a short or long rest. Dude, it's taking a fucking hour and you're fucking amazing all the time. I, okay. All right. In fairness, though, um, in the games, you can meditate to buff yourself. That's, that's fine. I, again, that is the games. Sure. Absolutely. Um, the And again, I I don't have anything wrong with the mechanics, but you are using something that is so fucking OP to get to that mechanic. Because you just... You, you didn't even mention that you are taking canny... You, you're, we need to go back now, because you can't just take canny. That's not how this works, as far as I'm aware. Let me see. But... Yeah, first level ranger feature replaces natural explorer. Unless each of these do, but it says... Okay, so maybe you only take one. Absolutely, okay, never mind. I might be wrong in that. So I will... I'm sorry, less right. Um, But, but let me just check here about natural yeah, explorer. Yeah, canning gives you the, the double proficiency in one thing. No, 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 what I, what I... I think I had confused that you could take... All of those instead of Natural Explorer. I might have been... Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah you were less right. That is, that is me being less right. I apologize. I will continue to be right in the future. Um, but still. What this, what this is is literally just taking how, as a rogue, you can, like, pick when you start out. Just, um... Yes. Whatever you want. And then what you do pick, you get double proficiency in. Right. Okay. So... It's just it's just a, a, a copy paste of that. Yeah, it's busted. It's busted. Um, the other it's thing. One of the reasons I dislike rogues. The the other thing is, if he doesn't continue to use that, I'm going to be confused. Like, if he doesn't continue to use UA stuff, I'm going to be confused. Because it says you have access to, so I guess you can choose not to replace it. But why wouldn't you? Yeah. Some of these things are fucking amazing in the sense of how fucking stupid they are. Identify different smells. Rather than use the favored enemy from the player's handbook, Ranger, why not use favored foe from the same new great There you fucking go. It lets you okay. cast Hunter's yeah. Mark an amount of times equal to your wisdom modifier without using concentration. This is an. Whoa! You. Okay. Without concentration. Even. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard. You. So. Mm. So. I'm gonna go find Hunter's Mark real quick.
I just need to, I just need, I just need you to understand out there, everyone, that this is better than using blood hunters. Mm. And also, man oh man, is it great because Wizards of the Coast themselves did it. And they can do no wrong. <sighs> okay, okay. Hunter's Mark. This is the regular spell, folks. It's on page 251 of the Player's Handbook. Hunter's Mark. First level divination. Casting time, one bonus action. Range, 90 feet. Components, verbal. Duration, concentration of up to one hour. You choose a creature you can see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whether you hit it with a weapon attack, uh, whenever you hit it with a weapon attack, and you have advantage, uh, advantage on any wisdom perception or wisdom survival check you make to fight it. It... <laughs> If the, if the target drops to zero hit points before this spell ends, you can use a bonus section on your subsequent turns um, to mark a new creature. Or subsequent turn of yours to mark a new creature. Excuse me, I'll read it exactly. Um, and that's just base, right? Higher levels do more stuff. Um, but we're not talking about that. Let me just check the actual thing in the UA version, just to see what it says. It's, it's base. Basically, Hexblade's curse. Yes, but... You, okay, so... You can call on your bond with nature to mark a creature as your favorite enemy for a time. You know the Hunter's Mark spell and Wisdom is your spellcasting ability for it. You can use it a certain number of times without expending spell slot and without requiring <laughs> concentration a number of times equal to your Wisdom modifier, a minimum of one. You regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest, and when you gain the spellcasting feature at second level, Hunter's Mark doesn't count against the number of ranger spells you know. Thank God. Um. So you can. Fair, you, I don't think I don't think it should count as against your uh, spells known to be. I don't with. think I I I don't think so either. Honestly, um, it otherwise no one would take it, and no one does take I don't it because think it even. I don't think it does, though, does it? Yes, it does. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm aware, let me see. Ranger. Let me go find Ranger again. Um, but let's not, let's not beat around the bush here. My god, you could just mark everyone all the time. Yeah. Like, legitimately. Well, doesn't, doesn't it say, though, that if you mark a new creature, the previous mark expires? Until the spell ends... Oh, sorry. Uh, no. But that's because oh. it's a concentration spell, and you can't have multiple concentration spells yeah. up. But this does not require concentration. It literally says, expending a spell without expending a spell slot and without requiring concentration. In the wording itself, you don't have to concentrate on this. You just go, you're my target, and now, oh, also you're my target, and now, also you're my target. Uh, quick question. Absolutely. Um, you'd said for Hunter's Mark, you gain a bonus D4, right? A D6. Damage? Yes. Whenever you hit. 
Okay. Uh, apparently, Hexblade's curse, I just looked it up. The bonus equals your proficiency bonus. Yeah. And it's easier to crit. Um, it, and then if they die, you gain equal to your warlock level plus charisma. It, it is better, Hunter. Uh, sorry, Hexblade's curse is better. Yeah, I would say. Um, let me check here. Spellcasting. Oh, you're uh, sup- you're super dropping out for me. Oh, am um, I? Should we I'm, change the, the region yeah. of the call? Sure, sure, sure. Let's do that. Let's try U.S. South. Okay. Okay. See how that is. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, no, that's fucking busted. That's really fucking busted. Jesus Christ, yeah. And I'm UA's available. Why doesn't he do this for every single video? Exactly. I don't see what, what, where is your, unfortunately, this is another thing in your consistency, sir. Um, I don't know however many times you've done that done this before in other videos, but this one is at least a month old and you've done a bunch more since. You didn't do it in Sonic, I know that much. You didn't use UA. Oh. Oh no. He's gone. Somebody save me. Central. Oh, you're back. Are you? Oh no. Don't worry, everybody. We're having technical difficulties here. We're gonna we're gonna go to Singapore. Singapore worked before. But Singapore is not working now. Oh god. Oh no. Um. Sometimes this will happen, folks. Unfortunately, um, all of us except for I think Boo have not great internet connections. Um. So, yeah, that's unfortunate. But regardless, I still think that this is fucking ridiculous. Um, And the fact that you don't get Hunter's Mark at all to count against... It does count against you entirely all the time, regardless of if you're a... um, Any kind of ranger, in fact. Uh, You don't get anything like to help you <laughs> you get let's see no you don't get anything you don't get a single other spell and i'm looking at um pages 90 to 93 i think it is yeah 90 to 93 the player's handbook um all of the stuff for ranger there's no mention of not like of having anything any kind of spell um that does not count against your spell list. I think for and I will check Xanathar's Xanathar's guide is Ranger, Ranger, Ranger. I think, um, actually I do think I remember a couple of them do get spells. Oh, here we go. Bloomstucker gets some spells. I think. Yes. Uh, they don't count against, but none of them are um... Hunter's Mark, I believe not Gloomstalkers, but Horizon Walkers get a free Hunter's Mark, some type of thing. Yeah, Planar Warrior. Planar Warrior is just straight up better than Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark isn't that great, unfortunately. Um, When you cast it at higher levels, though, I think it might get a little better. Let me see. 
I apologize again for my co-host being dead, because he's now offline of uh, Discord as well. And soon, uh, my Discord's going to kick me out of my call, because, um, because I'm going to be here alone. <laughs> um, so we'll see how this goes. But I'll keep switching the region, so hopefully it doesn't kick me out, because I'm still technically using bandwidth. Every now and again, and we'll see how this goes here. Yeah, Hunter's Mark. Okay. When you cast a spell using a slot of third or fourth level, you can maintain your concentration on the spell for up to eight hours. Oh man, isn't that great? Um, when you use a spell of fifth slot or higher, you can maintain your concentration for up to 24 hours. I mean, yes, if you really don't want something to leave you, um, in the sense of, like, it's... If you need to find something again. Oh, he's back. Oh. Oh. Hello. 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 Oh, I've been saying words so long without you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. I'm, I'm back. Welcome back. Uh, let's let's change this back to you. Sure, yeah. I think yeah. I may have found a problem that I shall not disclose. Cool, dude. That's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. But it's fixed now. Okay. <laughs> All right, I, I have long, fixed it. As long as it's fixed, everything's fine. Yep, uh, you're coming in loud and clear. Hell yeah! Okay, my my so it, my speed up, I, I think, is just as good as it ever was, and my speed down has significantly improved. I think. Oh. And we shall, we shall leave it there. Oh, use your imaginations, folks. Fun. <laughs> but no, I was telling the lovely folks at home that um, Hunter's Mark, mm -hmm. even at cast at higher levels, doesn't do anything more than um, go up in duration. Uh, and there's nothing in any of the ranger spell lists from any of the other classes that give you Hunter's Mark as just a free spell to have. Um, so... Now, <clears throat> I do seem to recall in the first episode of uh the first campaign of critical role sure um doesn't Laura Bailey's character um Gester? use no that's second campaign I'm talking about oh Vexalia. first campaign yeah Vexalia sorry yeah I know about her um doesn't she use Hunter's mark in conjunction with Hail of Thorns oh they well I, I don't know, maybe, um, but I think, remember, they get, get ruled wrong sometimes a lot. Yeah. Um, um, in the sense of remembering what's concentration and what's not. And besides, they were, I think they were just transitioning into 5, like, not just, but they had transitioned into 5e from Pathfinder, mm -hmm. right? So things are a little wonky for yeah, a while. Because Hail of Thorns is also a concentration. Agreed. So that that may have been them using uh, the UA um, Hunter's Mark? I don't know. Um, it depends on... I, I really don't know. I don't know if there's a way to verify or whatever. Hey, somebody else do it for me. Um, <laughs> because... That, I, that's, that's what we have you guys for. Listener exactly. at home. Yes, please. Listener at home. Tell me how right and how less right I am. Mm -hmm. You are um, on the internet, and the internet is omniscient. 
And surely there will never be any corrections as to anything on the show because we are always right. Exactly. However, I'm sure you could perhaps supply additional information, even if that, uh, you know, even if a thousand sources say uh, otherwise. (laughs) Um, But no, like, quite literally, I don't want to scrub through four hours of content that I honestly don't want to watch. Um, yeah, and just to... that has horrible reverb. Exactly. Also, very starting. Like, there's uh, unless somebody else knows about it and is willing to tell me about it, I will take your word for it. And I don't know whether or not they were using UA stuff. I don't know yeah. if that's anywhere to confirm. It might be in that um that like crit roll stat site that they used for a long or use. Oh, um, yeah. So it could be there if you want to check that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I seem to remember they were at, like, a mine or something, and, like, something came up and attacked them. Um, sure. From the mouth of the mine, it was attacking some dwarves, and she hunters marked it as a bonus action, and then as an attack, I think, did Hail of Thorns on it. Yeah, and again, it might be just simple, I don't remember my shit, right? Like, because that's yeah. something that happens a lot with any game, oh. really. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My druid, um, or my... My my player's druid um, mm-hmm. opened up a hole in a mansion because he thought he had stone shape. Oh, totally. And I, I, as a rule, pretty much tell my players, know your shit, and if you're telling me that you can do this, I will take you at your word, usually. Yeah, exactly. Um, And if he's like, oh, I take stone sh- uh, I'd like to uh, open up a hole uh, from this room that I'm in into the room above because he was trapped... Uh, and unfortunately, the room above was the master bedroom. Sure. And one of those changing curtains uh, yeah. that, like, people had in, like, uh, a portion of their room. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, the solid ones that you set on the floor. Yeah. Uh, fell through into where he was, which was the baths. And <laughs> Oh, I think was... I remember you telling me the story. Yeah, yeah, and there were some maids in the master bedroom who were changing the linen. Yeah. And who, of course, started screaming. <laughs> so he panicked, got the fuck out of there um rejoined with the party um and was like making his way back when they're like hey you work for the mages guild right and he's like yeah and they're like can you plug this like weird hole that appeared and he's like sure (laughs) and when he made his way back he was like i'd like to stone shape it shut and i'm like okay and one of my players is like i don't think he has stone shape and i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) that there is now still a hole in, <laughs> in that person's room. <laughs> and he's like, I need to go back to the Mages Guild and get my materials. And they're like, okay. And he never went back. Of course. Of course. You don't admit when you are less right. Of course you don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, no, he was wrong, obviously. He's not uh, a part of yeah, the show. He, he was You're wrong, right. yeah. You're right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so... I was less right to let him do it. Exactly. You were less right. You were in the less right. (laughs) 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 Um, but yeah, uh, let's, let's kick out of the video because I think we've said all we need to say about how fucking horrible this using the UA stuff is, and if he's not using it for every video, like, what the hell is he doing? Um, He is wrong. He is some... Like I again, I don't see where his unless he comes on the show. In which case, he's less right. No, no, no. Guess can be wrong. 
Oh, they can be wrong. Excellent. No. <laughs> oh, I like this. This is good homebrew. <laughs> but no, like, legitimately, I would like to have a conversation and go, where is the line? Because, like, uh, do you do you not see what you are doing with this? <laughs> it's very strange. All right, let's. Yeah, let's. Are continue. you? Oh, you're. Are you in the watch together? Yeah. Oh, weird. It doesn't say you are. But here we go. Oh, I'll, I'll refresh it. I guess. Against a tar- oh, you're. Yeah, you're there now. now. Yeah, you're there. Okay. Now. Strange. That's all of your choice, giving you an extra d6 to damage rolls against them and advantage on checks to track them. I love what this new Unearthed Arcana does with Ranger. It basically makes it a class that can flex on anyone, which is pretty much what all classic Rangers do. Second level... Mm, I love it. Mm, they don't... They don't, though. <laughs> they don't... Cla- like, classic... Do you mean classic as in, like, literary? Oh, weird. That took me a while to actually catch up with. I was at 358, and then I skipped to 410. Oh, okay, okay. Alright. Uh, yeah, we'll back so I can we'll hear drag what he it. says. We'll fucking drag it back. Unearthed Arcana. It lets you cast Hunter's Mark an amount of times equal to your Wisdom modifier without using Concentration. This is an hour-long bit of extra oomph against a target of your choice, giving you an extra D6 to damage rolls against them and advantage on checks to track them. I love what this new Unearthed Arcana does with Ranger. It basically makes it a class that can flex on anyone, which is pretty much what all classic Rangers do. Second level- I assume he means Rangers of Literature. Right? Like, Aragorn is a ranger. And he You're fucking styles. You're not gonna styles. believe me on this. Okay. You're not gonna believe me on this, but it literally just did the same thing to me again. So, I'm going to look it up myself. I would like you to... No, no, no. I would clip. like you to drag it back for me, then. Okay. You drag it back, and then play it, and then we'll see how, what happens. That should work. Oh. And you click play. And you, you, I love what this go. new Unearthed Arcana does with Ranger. It basically makes it a class that can flex on anyone, which is pretty much what all classic Rangers do. Second level Rangers get a... No, that's not what they do. Okay, no. alright. Yes, exactly. That's where I was like... So, are you talking about Rangers of Literature, right? Because Literally, the people that flex on people is barbarians. That's true, yes. But what, what I mean is, is he referring instead to Rangers of Literature like Aragorn? Right, like Aragorn and Legolas, sure. Legolas, yeah, Legolas as well. Like they, they fucking style all the time, right? Because they yeah, fucking like, can. Le- yeah, Legolas is a fucking style beast who shield surfs down a flight of stairs. Yeah. and kills like seven orcs while he's doing it. Exactly, yeah. and also like slides down a fucking elephant after having jumped all around it and killed everybody on top of. Sorry, yeah. Oliphant, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> regardless, like, yes, that is something that rangers do in, uh, classic literature and the counterparts that are in the movies and such. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but rangers have never been amazing, except for, I think in second edition where they were an offshoot of fighter. They, yeah. <laughs> Cause they well, were an offshoot of fighter. <laughs> Which is more or less what uh what happened in later editions too. They just don't identify it as such. Exactly. Like um, Rangers Rangers now are just something. Yeah. Weird. A a uh, Ranger now is a uh nature flavored worse Eldritch Knight. Yes. 
Agreed. Um, and literally, it's it's like the epitome of, Mom, can we stop for Ranger? Or, Mom, can we stop for Eldritch Knight? No, we have Eldritch Knight at home, honey. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's just... I So, this is very strange. I, I assume this is because he likes Ranger a lot, and Rangers are bad, and so making this... Make Rangers overpowered to shit is much better. Yeah. <laughs> well... I don't, yeah, I have no... Overpowered I'll, I'll, shit. I'll have to rewatch Dante, because he may have used UA and Dante. I'm not positive. <laughs> okay. Um... Um, but I don't recall him using UA in earlier videos. Granted, it's been a while since I've seen them, so I may not be. Uh, again, I may I, be remembering less right. I don't. I don't know when UA like this came out. I have no idea. Um. So. I... But it would seem awful weird to me if he needs to use UA and Ranger for Geralt, and doesn't use UA with anything else. Exactly fighting style and since we can't grab great weapon fighting here let's just grab defense giving you a plus one bonus to your ac while you're wearing armor light armor still counts as armor and getting sure, it is bad you can also cast some ranger spells since you already know hunter's mark long strider lets a creature you touch add 10 to their movement speed this will work on you or roach if you really need to catch up to a speedy monster animal friendship forces a wisdom saving throw on a beast equal to eight plus your proficiency bonus and wisdom mm. modifier failing that they're charmed mm -hmm. by you for 24 mm -hmm. hours or until an ally attacks nope. them i'd argue Okay, nope. so first I want to ask you about Longstrider. Okay. Is there is there something an equivalent in what he does in the games or the books or anything in the show even? I don't know, fucking whatever. Um, where um, he goes fast? <laughs> no. Um, cool. Geralt, Geralt, well, Geralt himself, like is a fairly strong guy and as such he runs faster than most humans okay um he's also got a lot better stamina sure so he could in an open field where like a human has a head start he could absolutely run uh i would say about half as fast as a running horse which okay. is still way fucking faster than a human okay. uh, and for way longer but there's nothing where he um gives someone else the ability to run fast with the exception of um in the games as well as one time in the books mm. roach was like startled by some stuff and he's like oh fuck we need to get out of here and mm. what he did was he maneuvered his hand so that roach could like see it and then he cast um axie to calm roach down so roach would like start listening to him again oh, instead okay. of bucking him off and then had roach go at a full gallop and they were able to get out of there um so that's so, more of the ikin of animal friendship yeah but like here's the thing mm. animals fucking hate witchers as like a rule Cats okay. always hiss at him whenever he walks by. Dogs growl at him. Okay. Uh, random roosters will run up and like peck his ankles. Okay. Um, because there's because uh, he's abomination. Are, or yeah, whatever. witchers yeah. are unnatural, and yeah. as such, things that are natural are like mm, fuck all this. Yeah, as as in any kind of paranormal or uh, you know supernatural kind of thing, the animals are always like mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and like, they, I think they mentioned it, uh, they show it one time in the show where, like, he's in a bar and a cat hisses at him. 
Yeah, um, but that's like for like a second, I think, and then yeah. it's never brought up again, <laughs> as far as I'm but, aware. Yeah, but in at least The Witcher Three, literally every cat that you get closer than like twenty feet to yeah. hisses at you, and it just starts hissing and like arching its back and spitting at you. Oh, and cool. Stuff. Um, and uh, Roach and like kind of uh, horses in general are kind of skittish around him. Okay. Um, whatever horse becomes Roach usually right. after a while gets a bit calmer because he knows like, oh, this thing's not killing me. Right. Yeah. Um, it just takes a little while. Yeah. So like you can build up a, a, a trust over a while, much like anyone else could. But being able to walk up to a random animal in the woods and cast animal friendship on it is super not in keeping with the lore. <laughs> um, I <laughs> yeah, okay. So, and you'd think, right? The guy, the guy has seen the show, obviously, or well, <laughs> he's using clips from the show, yeah. and he's, he's also using he's also used which clips. You can't blame him for. No, of course not. And he's also using clips from Witcher 3. So... Which, which, to be fair, most of the stuff that, uh... The footage that you've seen, it's just the Griffin fight, which is, like, one of the first main bosses. Is that, like, trailer footage? Yeah. Yeah, so, again... So, like, if you look up a half-hour gameplay footage, you'll see the Griffin fight. Yeah, 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 I know that much. And, like, so, again, like, you would imagine that he has played slash, slash looked at slash has some knowledge of this mm-hmm. in some respect but i yeah. again i don't know now as we continue forward as you're contradicting him because yeah. like this is this is apparently an yeah. ingrained thing right so a, a better spell to be used to use would be um charm which he says you know you can do with animal friendship and you can do with axie mm-hmm. um but a really better suggestion would be either suggestion or friends yeah friends Uh, is what i was thinking yeah because there's multiple times where there's uh, a guard outside a building who's like hey man there's uh a five coin cover fee and he just axes them and walks in nice um and when a person recovers from being axied they generally know and are generally pissed okay Cool. So that would be friends, yes. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, rangers don't get cantrips, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> ...that anyone attacking Roach quickly moves from ally to enemy. Third level rangers get primeval awareness, which revised by that new unearthed arcana gives you some free spells to add to your list, mm-hmm. and you can cast these spells once per day without expending a spell slot. Okay, well, now I have to look at it, because I don't know what he's talking about otherwise... All right, here we go. Man, oh man, this is becoming a lot like Boku no Hero. A lot of talking UA. I, I just, I... Okay. Uh, we have Ranger Spells. Uh, so what did he say specifically? Primeval Primal Awareness? Is that what he said? Pri- primeval. Oh, Primeval. This is Primal Awareness. So... Maybe. maybe oh, it replaces Primeval Awareness. Okay, wait. So is he using Primal or Primeval? Hold on. Let's go back. He said replace, but I I don't know. At their charm by you for twenty four hours or until an ally attacks them. I'd argue that anyone attacking yeah, them does not from last ally that long. to enemy. Third level rangers get primeval awareness, which revised by that new unearthed arcana gives you some free spells to add to your list, and you can cast. All right, which when once... revised gives you primal. So yeah. so you you are using it, 
so you're using primal awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you should put that, because you've been putting everything consistently what you've been using, but if you're... Because this does, yes, you can focus your awareness through interconnections of nature. You learn additional spells when you reach certain levels in this class if you don't already know them. As shown in the primal awareness spells table, these spells don't count against the number of ranger spells you know, which are detect magic, speak with animals, be sense, locate animals or plants, speak with plants, locate creature, commune with nature. Most of those I find pretty representative of the Witcher. Sure, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, now, okay, you can cast each of these spells once without expending a spell slot. Once you cast a spell in this way, you can't do so again until you finish a long rest. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. That's totally fine. Please put that on the thing. Yeah. It's, that's, mm. Could be a simple mistake. I, I, I'm, I'm mm, willing to, he's, I am willing to extend that goodwill. The... Uh, because of the points that he gained in the Incineroar video. The problem that I have, though, is in the other, literally, and we go back here, he has them highlighted in green, and, Mm -hmm. like, I'm sorry, not those. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? We gotta go back a bunch. Okay, so he didn't highlight them at all, but he has exactly the thing. What it's called, yeah. So, I mean... Yeah, Again. it's most of them. He's just kind of using them as just kind of like notes for himself instead of like listing the abilities strictly. Sure. Um, so because they're more notes, granted, yeah, no, he should. I, I'm just. Mm. I would say that you should watch your video again, you know, before you post it or while you're editing it. I don't know. And listen to your own commentary, right? And I don't know, man. I just. Again, I don't know, man. I don't listen to this podcast before it's posted. <laughs> I know you don't because you don't, don't have access don't, to them. I, I don't listen to it after. Right? I was gonna say you don't fucking <laughs> listen at all. You fucking dickhead. All right, cool. Let's go and continue. <laughs> Which revised by that new Unearthed Arcana gives you some free spells to add to your list, and you can cast these spells once per day without expending a spell slot. Detect magic lets you sense magical auras and determine what kind of magic is causing them, which can okay, be useful to detect various bad beasties. Speak with animals lets you speak to animals. Uh, Geralt himself has no real uh, detect magic sense. No. Uh, aside from his medallion, which should be something that you should get as a magic item in your campaign. Yeah. Uh, he also can't speak with animals. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I just, he, speaks, I... he speaks with the dead more times than he speaks with animals. <laughs> I, again I, I like alright and he spoke with the dead one time <laughs> <laughs> nice sick alright for 10 minutes who talks to a horse someone who loves their horse that's perfectly normal don't let anyone tell you different but he doesn't a... but he doesn't talk back you fucking are you kidding me so hey, to be fair, the spell is speak with animals, not animals speak with you. <laughs> <laughs> so then make him a fucking, uh, what is it, a fucking, the halflings, or the gnomes, excuse me, the fucking forest gnomes that can talk to animals that are small, right? Like, but then you yeah. can't talk to the horse, oh no, but like, again, he just, in literally in the show, if you watch the show, he just talks to the horse and the horse just stands there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, and it's the, and it's the same thing that happens in the books too. Yeah, if, if and probably in the in the game as well. Yeah. Uh, usually he talks to himself more often. In- okay. Um, but still, like, 
But like, Denver show the horse going, "Yes, Geralt, I agree." Right? Like the the horse does sometimes in the books glare at him with like a hint of sarcasm. Sure. Um, but glaring and is it's not like, speaking. And it's and it's like this wonderful thing because in every conversation that Geralt has with others, yeah. Geralt is the straight man. Of course. Uh, except for when he's traveling alone on the road, in which case <laughs> Roach is the straight man. That's great. I love that. I think I would really like the books more than I do anything else. <laughs> uh, I will warn you, mm-hmm. the pretentiousness of Andrzej Sapkowski drips oh, no. in the books. Oh, oh no. Maybe I wouldn't like yeah. any of it. Is that why I just don't like the richer at all? I just feel pretentious <laughs> somehow, just dripping through from the I don't source. Feel pretentiousness in, in the in the games, but no, like... I I know what, what I'm saying. I'm making the joke of like it just seeps oh, yeah. throughout because of the source. Um, granted, I think it may be perhaps an issue more apparent with Season of Storms. Okay, but there is literally um. How do I put this? Uh, I didn't finish uh, Season of Storms, um, which is really unlike me. I usually like to finish my books. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, even if it's, like, an absolute slog. But, mm-hmm. like, there's literally a chapter and a half of Ooh, him describing these three fat, ugly female guards that eat beans all day. Oh. And who fart a lot. Oh. And how bad their farts smell. Mm-hmm. And he refers to, like, this action of bean farting with, like, eight different methods. Okay. Some of which literally taking a whole sentence just to describe how they are farting. And it's like, oh. you can just use the word fart. Or, I I don't know, man. I understand maybe a little bit of variability in how you describe things. Right. But I personally prefer describing something well once. Yeah. Instead of describing it 50 times badly. Yeah. And he has to visit to, uh, he gets accused of a murder and his swords are stolen. Sure. Um, while he's in jail. <laughs> so... He gets taken to the jail and processed by the guards, uh, and they're they're making jokes that oh they want to see his dick and yada yada yada, and he gets okay. in a fight with them, uh, including at one point using Ard, which is sort of like a wall of force sign, right. and literally like tosses one across the room and headbutts another one of them. Okay. Um, and then they dogpile him, and then he's thrown in the cell. And then he's released for a while. Um, okay. And then they they describe how bad the farts smell again on his oh. release. And then okay. when he tries to like get his swords again, uh, he has to talk to the confiscator, who is right by where the girls are, and it describes it a third time. And right. that's when I stopped. That's when I stopped reading. Wow, <laughs> that's wow. That sounds yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah, no. The the other books weren't like that. Um, oh, okay. The, the the last wish is good. Um, there's oh, what's the the other really good one? Um, Blood of Elves. I also read. No. Um, Tower of Swallows is also okay. Sure. Just yeah, I wouldn't recommend reading past chapter one of Season of Storms because chapter <laughs> one's really. Cool. Okay. Okay. 
Well, let's continue uh, being able to talk to animals as the witcher. <laughs> yeah, because that's now the thing. Now spell here, and Entangle was added to the ranger list by our favorite new one, Arthur Arcana. This creates a it's our favorite. square of difficult terrain, forcing strength saves on those inside, failing that they're restrained until they can pass um, the save. This lasts mm -hmm. for a minute. You, to... could, you could flavor that, I suppose. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of, you can... one of, the, yeah. Spells, one of the spells, Eerden, that you place essentially makes it hard for areas to enemies to Oh, Entangle sure. you think of as like vines usually, but if you fla flavor that as just him casting Irden on the ground, that's fine. Absolutely. Depending on your concentration for a little Irden. If y'all hated how I no, pronounced Geralt before, just wait until we get into more of these signs. My Polish isn't as strong as it used to be. For your Ranger Conclave, the Hunter Conclave lets you pick a type of Hunter's Prey. Colossus Slayer lets you add a D8 of damage once per round to a creature that's below its hit point maximum. You know all. Okay, first what? off. First off, I don't know what conclaves are. What what are we talking about? I think they're sort of like druid circles. Oh, um, is that is that what it's is that what the subclass is called for them? Conclaves? Hang on, I need to check. Um, in terms nope. of lore, <laughs> yeah. that would be fine. Sure. Um, wait, what would be fine? Sorry. Um, uh, the hunter conclaves because they're different schools of witchers. There's oh, the school okay. of the cat, school of the bear, school of the falcons, um, school of the snake. The, the the problem that I have is I don't know what a hunter conclave is at all. Because yeah. it's not yeah. it's not here. So it's not in the book, so I don't know. I is that a UA thing? Is that I think so. Oh. U UA I don't know why. Hunter I don't know why. Conclave. I don't know why it's not uh you know, highlighted. But... I, Again, I. Because this is my well, that first one. Time that one's not high. Colossus Slayer. Yeah, Colossus Slayer. That one's that's a part of regular, but um, he hasn't been highlighting them. It's just he just kind of went over it for like a second, and yeah. I. Hunter Conclave is not there, so I guess I'll have to use the Dungeons and Dragons wiki. Um. Is a oh, ranger. I should, I should also mention, um, before people get mad, uh, Geralt is a member of the School of the Wolf. Oh, is that why he's the White Wolf? Uh, no, it's okay. why he's, um, he's called the White Wolf because it sounds cool. Um, That's what I figured. <laughs> the, the, the medallion being a wolf, though, is, uh, why he's in the School of the okay. Wolf. Okay, gotcha. Because each school has its own medallion. Ah, so it's under the UA Revised Ranger, and that's another PDF I now have to download. Amazing. <laughs> Here we go. Mm -hmm. Ugh, I don't want these. Okay. Um. So. But it's Watsy though. Now you can use it because see, you have it downloaded. See, this this is a completely different UA thing. This is a different UA thing. He's now mixing two UA things. Uh, at third level, you choose to emulate the ideals and training of a ranger conclave, the beast conclave, the hunter conclave, or the stalker conclave. All detailed at the end of the class description. Your choice. Okay, so he's using this now. This is a different thing than the actual, like, Colossus Slayer over here, I assume. Let's see. Hunter conclave. Hunter's Prey makes it so you can Colossus Slayer. You can do a D8, so your tenacity can wear down the most potent foes. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, 
The creature takes an extra d8 if it's below its hit point maximum. You can deal this extra damage only once per turn. That's that's exactly what the regular hunter class gives you. Um, I believe entirely. Let me see here. Um, Colossus Slayer. Yes, it's the exact same wording. Okay. So, why does it have to be the Conclave itself? Probably because... No. Wait. It's exactly the same. What? Wait, what? Aiden, are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Cool. I'm... <laughs> just... I, I'm, I'm just waiting for you to specify because I don't have the PDF in front of me and I refuse to download it. That's fine. Yes. What I'm saying is that the Conclave itself is exactly the same as the Hunter archetype. Oh. So, why... Okay. Why use... Why use Hunter Conclave instead of going back to using, like, what you've been doing, instead of using a different UA thing? I... I don't... I, I don't know. I don't understand. I don't... What is, where is your consistency now? Where did it go? I really- I liked your other video, actually. <laughs> like, it was fine! I don't like this more and more! <laughs> Just Hold think about this a little bit. We're only halfway through. Oh god, we are! <laughs> and how to take them down. Turns out a lot of times the strategy is to hit them more. Years of arduous, torturous training to learn that. Good stuff. Fourth level rangers get an ability score improvement or a feat. The skilled feat lets you grab three more skills. Investigation, stealth, Ooh. and arcana will hopefully make your witcher training a bit more worth it. Fifth level rangers okay. get an extra attack, letting you make two attacks instead of one with your action. Fighting quick is a good thing. You can also mm -hmm. learn second level spells and hot dog. That means we get to talk more about this new unearthed arcana, which adds more uh, to the ranger list. This spell is magical in terms of overcoming resistances and adds one to your attack and damage rolls. I can't pause. Uh, uh, help me! I can't pause. Oh god! Pause. It's paused for me. Oh god! I gotta, I gotta reload. Okay. Okay. That was so strange. I couldn't pause it, and everything kept going, and it was some fresh hell. Ah. Uh. Okay. Welcome. All right. Is it back to zero now for you? Oh, okay. Now it's back here. Okay, good. Magic weapon. Okay. Please. Just win this 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm at 6.13, but that's fine. That's... I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you handle uh, bitching about uh, Unearthed Arcana, yeah. and I will simply move to lore friendliness of the witch. Please, that's, yes, do that first. Okay. Um, so, Geralt, you may have noticed, carries two swords. I don't know if you know this about his look or not. Um, I, I did. It's, it's, it's pretty iconic. Yeah. It's even um, mentioned in the show in the first episode. Why? It is. It's crazy. Um, and for those of, who, of our listeners who may not know, the steel sword, as steel is a harder metal, is used for sword-on-sword -sword combat or yes. fighting humans in general. Uh, the silver sword has a steel core, and the outside itself is silver, which is slightly softer, but... Uh, much harder to work with um and many um monsters and beasties that formed um with this world post conjunction 
um, are susceptible to silver, including ghosts, which is why when you fight ghosts, you use your silver sword or ghouls or werewolves and such. Vampires, yada, yada, yada. They're all exactly. susceptible to silver. Um, but Geralt doesn't do like a Dark Souls 3, like run your hand along your blade to yeah. buff it. What he does do is he uses various oils that are brewed from other different monster parts and herbs and stuff like that sure. to make uh, alchemists like potions and um, for himself to drink, to buff himself, and then uh, oils that you coat along your sword, sort of monster hunter style, um, to uh, debuff enemies. And it's one of the biggest... Um, like baffling things to me with the Witcher event that they did with Monster Hunter, that they removed oils in Monster Hunter World, and yeah, then immediately really had weird. a Geralt of Rivia event. Very strange. Um, but yeah, no, there, there's no magic weapon thing. You would perhaps take a level or two of Alchemist, and then start brewing poisons to use on your blades for fiends, relics, ogroids, yeah, uh, necrophages. Uh, vampires, stuff like that. Sure. Cursed ones. Or or you could also just get a silver weapon. Or, right? or, or both. Or both, right? Like, that's what I'm... Specifically both. Specifically, get both. Like, you, silver weapons exist in D&D. They're literally there so that you can fight werewolves and vampires and ghosts and shit, right? Yeah. Um, there, there's literally, uh, for your Curse of Stride campaign, that was why I had silver crossbolts, crossbow yeah. bolts and regular crossbow bolts yeah. and two swords exactly. was specifically so that this wouldn't be a problem for me. Exactly. Like, there was a whole thing, like, in past D&D and this D&D, silver is effective still, and it yeah. is a option for you to do. Um, fuck, fuck on Earth, Darkana, you can find this on page 50. Right? Exactly. Like, I... <laughs> I don't... Okay, and then, also, the other thing is, um, I'm looking. I'm looking really hard. I do not see anywhere that gives you, um, a magic weapon for a ranger in either of oh. these Unearthed Arcana things. Uh, unless oh, I'm... Fun. Unless I'm mistaken, um, somebody can try to tell me that they're right and I'm also less right, but... That's. I don't think that's the case because I've looked through these documents a couple of times, not seeing any any magic weapon anywhere. I, sh I should also mention before someone's all like, mm, "It's not page fifty; it's page one forty-eight." I was making just a point, but <laughs> page one forty-eight of the player's handbook: some monsters that have immunity or resistance to non-magical weapons are susceptible to silver weapons. So cautious adventurers invest extra coin to plate their weapons with silver. You can silver a single weapon or ten pieces of ammunition for a hundred gold pieces. It's the cost really represents cheap. not only the price of the silver, but the time and expertise needed to add silver to the weapon without making it less effective. Exactly. So, like, you can do that real easy. And, hey, man, if you if somebody else knows of <laughs> of a place where where um <laughs> where the uh where it tells me that magic weapons are available please i i don't see it anywhere in either of these either of these two things from unearth arcana 
neither of them have given me an indication. Unless I'm blind or stupid, it could be both. Um, but I I don't think so because I I don't see it at all. So that's just a straight up factual like in incorrectness, dude. You you unfortunately have said a a, a lie. <laughs> what you hmm? That's a I, that's a spelling I, mistake or no? That's a straight up just mistake because he called it primeval yeah. awareness as well as didn't spell it right and then just okay. Hmm. I, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Right. Overcoming resistances and adds oh, one so much louder and damage again. rolls. If your DM gives you a magic okay. sword, awesome. You don't need this. But we live under the assumption that your DM is a cruel, unforgiving monster who lives. You're a what? You're a dick. You're like, come on, man. Why would you? Why would you immediately assume that your DM hey, is hey, cruel? Hey, and actually, monster? you know what though? Mm-hmm. This is. You know, how to play Geralt of Rivia. This is how to inject yourself as a character. Mm -hmm. If you're the type of player who injects themselves as a character without making their own character, it's not too much of a stretch of an imagi of the imagination to think that they assume that their DM is a horrible dick who wants yeah. to kill them. Yeah, I mean, if if you are one of the people that always do this and you always get killed because they just don't want you to be playing a character that isn't a character that you've made, then, yeah, okay. So this is more a um, symptom. This and is again, appealing to his audience. And again, this is this is also um, assumed, right? We're assuming this. Um, but it stands to reason that that makes sense, unfortunately. And that's just a part of the problem with this kind of mentality. Playstyle, yeah. And, and playstyle, yes. Um... But still, dude, like, I would have a conversation. Don't, don't, don't perpetuate these. No, and these like, stereotypes. quite literally, I would have a conversation with the player who, after session one or session zero of going, I'm going to play this character. And then I realize, oh, you're playing Geralt just straight up. Yeah. That's it. Well, I, re I remember when I mentioned to you for your Curse of Stride campaign, I mentioned that I wanted to take uh, some inspiration uh, from um, Gilderoy Lockhart yes. and Geralt. That's right. But, like, I still made that character my own. Again, inspiration is different than emulation, right? Yeah. You can find witchers really fucking rad, and you should because they're really fucking rad. Yeah. Um... But that doesn't mean you need to be Geralt. Exactly. Like... Alright. Well, my opinion of this is tanking so fast, man. Um, I just think we have that other channel. The other channel is good, dude. I'm so oh. excited. I like it. I like it much but more. And I will show you. Because he's self-aware. <laughs> so here we go. Right. Let's finish this out only to see you suffer. At least that's how I DM. I'm really excited to start DMing again now that the new year started. Sixth level rangers sure. can grab another ability from Deft Explorer. Roving adds five to your movement speed and gives you a climbing and swimming speed as well. <laughs> At this point... Okay. Wait a minute. Geralt's a real good swimmer. That's fine. That's I'm not questioning that. Um, 
There's a potion called Whale that makes it really easy to search shipwrecks. So, yeah, that's what I was talking about before, because this now I've read, um, you're an unsurpassed explorer and survivor. Choose one of the following benefits, then choose another one at 6th and 10th level. So you will be getting Kenny roving and tireless. So you will be getting, as an action, you can give yourself a number of temporary hit points equal to 1d10 plus your wisdom modifier, and use it a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier, and regain it all after a long rest and all that shit. So, you should, if you are using this, and if your DM for some fucking reason has allowed you to do this, you should, if you have a high wisdom character, take Tireless first. There is no reason not to. It is amazing especially you will never trying die. to kill you especially if your dm is trying to kill you like he has suggested which which granted witchers do have somewhat of a of a regeneration factor oh sure um not it's not that good no of course <laughs> it isn't that would be ridiculous <laughs> it's not that good but and let's uh, be honest fighters i don't think should even have their fucking thing either right like it's yeah. healing in D 5e is fucking stupid i will go over this again when we talk about it in depth but fuck me it's stupid hmm <sighs> Alright, well, let's continue with the video. I'd also swap out Animal Friendship from your spell list for Gust of Wind, which got added in the Unearthed Arcana. Alright, that's your art. Game. Rewatch this video and take a shot of water every time I say Unearthed Arcana to get super <laughs> hydrated. Anyway. You're, all right, you're self-aware all right, you know what? He's self-aware. Right? He's self-aware. But, but he's not self-aware in the right way. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I cannot uh, I, grant him... I, I grant him the rank of Jedi Master, but I do not allow him a seat on the council. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. A gust of wind creates a 60-foot line of wind that pushes creatures back 15 feet if they fail a strength right, saving throw and halves their movement as they move through it. This version of Ard should work on even the most ardent of foes. Ah. Polish, uh, nailing it. 7th level hunters get a type of defensive tactic. Multi-attack defense lets you add 40 your AC after you're hit by an attack. But only fine. from follow-up attacks from that same creature. Still, it can be useful. Lots of high-level monsters can attack two or more times and really take your health down quickly. 8th level rangers get another ability score improvement. Round up your strength and constitution. Odd numbers stress me out, even if you're an odd dude. You can also learn <laughs> another spell. Spike right. growth creates a 20-foot patch of difficult terrain. And creatures moving through that terrain take 2d4 piercing damage for every five feet they move this is a bigger badder version of Eerden. but so far we only have two signs sure. so let's scoop up some more dipping Gives into druid let's name. learn druidic a secret language that only oh now you're druid too oh okay um so you're so you're just straight up a spellcaster now all right again you can flavor it if it works but also you have a lot of spells that you have access to like a lot Okay. Literally just making an Eldritch Knight, dude. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing literally, now. Literally, you get access to Firebolt. That's a good enough Igni. Yeah. You can ask for some different spells. I'm sure your DM will be willing to accommodate you. No, but that's homebrewing, my dude. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, you gotta sorry. use UA. <laughs> <laughs> Homebrew is unbalanced. UA is the way. <laughs> 
Oh, fuck, that got me good. Oh, man. Never, never do this. Only villains do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Druids know. Geralt moves all around the continent and speaks a number of languages. I guess knowing some secret hippie language shouldn't be too hard. You can also spells for cantrips. Well, it's more friendly. That's fine. It's just like, what the fuck, dude? Alright. Produce flames is Igni. Alright. Produce flames lets you summon a bolt of fire that you can throw at Oh, like fireballs attack, would? Dealing 2d8 fire damage. This should work for Igni. <laughs> Gust forces a strength save on a creature right, within 30 feet of you. That's upgraded art. Five feet, or you can push no, 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 no. The, the other one was upgraded art. Gust of wind no, came no. first. No, no, no. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> Why would you need Gust? What? You... <laughs> oh, I can't. I just... Why would you take Gust after you have the better one? I guess so you always have it, technically. Yeah, if, if, if you don't need, like, a higher level. Still, though, I... Okay. Five pounds or less, ten feet, or you can just make the wind blow through your hair. Somehow you manage to be pretty appealing to the ladies. Maybe the aged Fabio look is a good move. Oh, and this is an on-demand ard that you can't run out of, by the way. Charm person forces a wisdom saving throw on a creature, failing at their charm for an hour, which makes them more friendly to you. In case you accidentally piss someone off. Stop. Protection from evil and good was added to the druid list from that unearthed arcana. Take a shot. Oh, Unearth Arcana. Okay, alright, okay. Let me just quickly check here a little bit of Unearth Arcana. Just give me a second here. Druid, Druid spells. Oh boy, what do you get? Um, protection from good and evil. That's true. You get it as a first level, uh, first level Druid feature. Enhances well, spellcasting because cantrips. Gotcha. He's at least listing stuff that you actually get now. That's an improvement. <laughs> it is an improvement. Did I did I fucking miss it? Am I? No. I, uh, wait. Okay, I am stupid and blind. We're good. Oh, okay. You were you were less wrong. He was right. I was I was less right. He was he I'm sorry, was less right. Yeah. He was right as he was right. Exactly. He was more right in this. He was more right. Than you were. I apologize, Tulak. I do. Um, I genuinely did not see that. So, hey, roast me. Let's go. It gives aberrations, celestials, elementals, fiends, fey, and undead. Disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures you touch for up to 10 minutes, depending on your concentration. This also prevents that creature from being oh, so charmed, frightened, or possessed by said monsters. And with yeah, you can Hunter's Mark and do anything as well. Because concentration oh, doesn't exist. To be... Wait, this is supposed to be Quen? I don't know. Why? That you, Quen, use all the signs Geralt does in the games. Your multi-classing spell... Said, uh... Oh, sorry. Alright, I will play it. Okay. You touch for up to ten minutes depending on your concentration. This also prevents that creature from being charmed, frightened, or possessed by said monsters. And with that, you, Quen, use all the signs Geralt does in the games. Your multi-classing right. spellcasters here, so check out page 165 of the player's handbook. If you were Knight, you could just use shield. And yeah. add five to your AC. I was gonna say, Quen what is Quen? Quen shield around okay. you. Okay, alright. <laughs> it's... You, you, you 
well, depending depending on how it's cast, mm-hmm. you can either cast it and then it's a buff to you for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, and it reduces the first uh, reduces some of the damage of the first blow you take. True. Uh, so it's a good thing to cast in the downtime during a fight while like you and the monster are like sort of like stalking around each other. Yeah. Um, alternatively, uh, there are multiple times when like an attack is incoming and Geralt throws up a last minute Quen uh, in order to summon a shield near him. Um, oh. Like shield. That's a strange word choice. I wonder if there's a spell that is called shield. Oh. That acts as a shield. I don't know. Dude, just play a just play a fighter and do Eldritch Knight. Dude, I I again, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what this video is anymore. You don't even need unearthed Arcana. You, like I take a I, shot, by the way. Oh right, yeah, you're hang on. Yeah. To figure out how many spells you have at any given level. We've really got everything we need to be a successful witcher, but to be the best witcher, Do we you? need to be a better fighter. First level fighters can choose <laughs> You fucking triple class! <laughs> so you have thoroughly fucking, like, extended yourself a bunch, dude. Let's just see, fighter. Fighter at this point, it would be what sixteenth level. I don't. I don't know how far we've gotten now. Yeah, like tenth. Okay. Okay. So fighter, <sighs> fucking a tenth level fighter. You're already getting indomitable. Fucking extra attack. You're getting. Um. You got your ASIs. You've got fucking whatever your martial gives. Which I mean, if we go with Eldritch Knight, you have war magic. You have fucking Eldritch Strike. Like. I, I, I don't, I don't get, I don't get you, sir. I really don't. I, I, you can literally just be the fighter and then just use, again, defense still. Uh, you, you then have, if, if apparently having one, uh, second wind wasn't enough, so you had to go to UA to get that fucking ranger one that gives you, like, up to four or five, uh, depending on your wisdom stat. Um, you get action surge! He's not getting any fucking ASIs with this shot. No, he did. He he got one, at least. No, two. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so he's, like, again... Again, you I also. S- I ha- swear to God, if he takes a level in wizard, so that he can get wizard cantrips, and he picks shield, I'll scream. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. There's also like as a fighter. I don't know if you know this, but at second level, you have action surge. Yeah, and it's. Fu- you want to be a better fighter? Just start being a fighter and keep being a fighter. <laughs> like action surge plus. Oh, let's see. How many attacks do you get? Hmm. Four? Hmm. Hmm. Doesn't that come back for a short rest too? Your your action surges, or is that yes? Old? Yeah, because you can. And you get meditate two of them at level seventeen. Because you can just meditate for an hour, like Geralt does. 
Yep. Um. Okay. You you can also um. It's a bit less of a point, but uh, it, this is represented in the games. Um, sure. But like you know how you do like weird spins and stuff in the games. Uh-huh. Uh That's absolutely. Uh, representative of how Geralt fights and how he's training Siri to fight okay. um, in the books because a lot of the reason why people are really bad at fighting Geralt mm-hmm. is because he's always whirring and spinning and pirouetting like a ballerina sure. and people are always like what the fuck is this and it's right, so unorthodox it's unconventional. that they get yeah, stabbed yeah, yeah. Yeah. that makes sense um, which you know a really good way of representing pirouetting and turning one attack into another, into another, into another, is action surge. Action surge, yeah, exactly. Like, I... Right. Um, um, plus, also, by being a fighter, as I mentioned in the intermission, and also briefly to you, yes. um, was, gives, that gives you a lot of uh, proficiency with using various weapons, including hand crossbows. Yes. You can use literally every weapon. Any weapon. Like... I I just don't understand what your purpose here is being a one level in druid or sorry, it was a two? I don't know. You also get like proficiency with fighter uh sorry, proficiency with armor in fighter, which mm-hmm. means you can wear that chainmail that is so iconic on Geralt. Yeah, it's true, because apparently you were wearing light armor only before this whole while. I, uh, I now you're a fighter, so wait. now you can wear it. So yeah, so I don't know why you'd wait until like eleventh level to use medium armor. Fucking okay, bring it home, boy. If if you if you play this like class, you will get killed before you reach this level. It's so weird. I just like, don't understand wanting to be a frontline fighter with druid like. I mean, granted, our druid acts as a frontline fighter all the time. Druids can certainly do that if they're fucking Circle of the Moon druids. They can just yeah, do it. which he is. Exactly. Um, Circle of the Moon is so fucking broken. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, not... Yeah. But, like, he doesn't usually fight transformed. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, well, cool. He just charges to the front line and spams Thunder Wave. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Thunder Wave's great. Yeah. Trust me, uh, that and Flame Blade are, and uh, Flame. Oh yeah, um, Thunder Wave, Flame Blade, and uh, Burning Hands are the three spells he knows pretty Dude, much. Dude, those are great. Yeah, just teach him Heat Metal, spell. and then he's fucking solid, dude. I told him about Heat Metal, and he's like, "I don't think it's that good." And I My... explained how good it was, and he's like, "It's not that good." No, he's just. Oh man, he's wrong. Oh, he's so oh. wrong. Oh, I hate how wrong he is. I hate how wrong it is when you... You should listen into a session if you think that's the wrong Legitimately, like, let's talk just briefly about donning and doffing armor. Really quickly here. Takes ten minutes. Oh, light armor takes a whole minute to doff. Medium armor takes a whole minute to doff. That's ten rounds, wow. Heat heavy armor takes five minutes to doff. Oh my god. You know what heat metal does, people out there? It's a 
fucking bonus i'm sorry it's an action to cast i believe yes and mm-hmm. yes you then do 2d8 of fire damage this is a base level of course um uh, mm-hmm. base casting level you do 2d8 of fire damage to anything that metal anything touching the metal takes 2d8 of fire damage and you can do this as a bonus action Per round, as long as you maintain concentration on the spell. Now, let's talk about maximum damage. 2d8 is 16 <laughs> damage. 2d8's fucking good. 16 that's, damage that's for way at least sword. for at least 10 rounds is 160 damage. That's maximum. Minimum is t- 2 damage. That's 20 damage, right? But still, that range from 20 to 160 damage after 10 rounds is fucking significant. And that's only, like, using your bonus action, too. You can still, like, fucking cast other things. Other things that are not concentration. Yes. Yes. So so many things. Uh, I just... I can't... Stand he, he or prefers, sit here. He prefers to use shillelagh. Oh, I can't sit here and even listen to this without defending heat metal. He said that the only thing that he could really imagine using it for, because I'm like, you can use it in combat. And he's like, yeah, but like, uh, aside from like using it on like a cauldron to cook food, uh, like, why would I ever do that when I can just produce flame and make a fire? Uh, and I'm like, because there are situations in which case you don't want to campfire, Bradley boy. And and he's like, yeah, but that's what we have the party for. And I'm like, okay, whatever, fuck it. Oh, Take Thunder Wave, go for uh, it. Uh, don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> I hate, I hate. I need to use the bathroom. I hate you. Entertain for a have, while. Have, I just have a hate piss. I need it. <laughs> oh. So while Alejo is gone, I would just like to go on a quick little tangent about magic and D and D, and how magic and D and D is so fucking good. There's a reason why almost every class gets it in some form or another. And the reason for that is because the practicality of your magic is only limited by your imagination. With a tentative grasp on physics and thermodynamics and a real good grasp of your spell descriptions, you can pull off some insane shit. Um, For instance, things like Mage Hand applying five pounds of force being used to move a very small weighted uh, object to very incredible speeds and momentum and the the feasibility of a lot of spells that are typically slept on is incredibly high mm-hmm. which is why i would recommend for anyone who ever has uh, a chance to play a caster class when you sit down and you read the player's handbook, please read. Read your. Oh, you're back. Yes. Keep going. Oh. Keep just don't oh. let me interrupt. When, when you sit down and you read the player's handbook and you read your spell descriptions, for the love that is everything that is holy and unholy, take a look at every single spell you see and think, what fuckery can I accomplish with this? <laughs> and 
if you can think that and you have a battle plan for these certain weird niche situations and you're <laughs> ever in one of those and your dm's thinking huh i've got them cornered now and you pull out this random insane bullshittery with your spells your dm is going to be so proud of you <laughs> and then i guarantee you they're going to steal that idea and they're going to write that down somewhere in their brain yeah and whenever they're playing a campaign with like another group of friends like three years down the line they're going to use that same idea and their entire group of friends is going to go like yo what is this yeah that's true um like there's so many spells that seem useless that people sleep on but they're so fucking i yeah we'll we'll talk about spells at some point like in depth absolutely yeah no again we'll talk about so like mending as well is is fucking like there's a lot of fucking implications so good yeah again so but people don't really sleep on mending as much i i don't know honestly um we'll see but yeah, uh, we'll get to that when we get to that. We have so much to talk about about Dungeons and Dragons. At some point, we should talk about something else, probably, um, as in like another tabletop game. But then again, Dungeons and Dragons is what we know the best. Um, so I don't know. Um, but yeah, let's. Um, I'm. I feel better. Um, everybody knows the heat metal is good, and everybody knows that. Whoever the fuck your friend is is wrong and needs to I mean, it, fucking it, learn. It's it's good. It's good, like, you know, if you don't want to have a campfire, but aside from that, it's pretty abysmal. You need to you, you need to use it against them and show them the power <laughs> of heat metal. Like, legitimately teach oh. them by example. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll 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 see if I can find some way to like trap them on like some sort of metal uh like platform or yeah. something <sighs> and then just have like multiple sources of heat metal from below and i'll throw them on like essentially a hot plate sure yeah um all right let's uh, fi- let's finish this fucking video something. yeah your swords are pretty great even if they're not great swords if that makes sense i'm saying what? that you should take the great weapon fighting style to reroll ones and twos on damage die with weapons you're no, wielding you two-handed whether it's a sword for men so, now, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is Geralt a two-handed fighter? Like, does he use, like, two-handed? Yeah, he, yeah, he uses, uh, his, his swords are hand-and-a-half swords. Right, um, yes, hand-and-a-half. So he can use them one way or the other. He'll take his hand off the sword to, if it's to use, like, a crossbow bolt or cast a sign. Okay. But in combat, he typically has both hands on his swords. I see. I'm kind of picturing it now in my brain. I'll probably see more examples in the video, potentially. But yes, okay. So, I mean, you can, but what's to stop you from taking another thing in defense as well? Right? Like, you yeah. just get another Dueling one. Dueling would be good. Dueling's also really good. Like, again, you have a lot of choices there. You don't necessarily. I swear to God, if he gets to Fighter 3 and he picks Eldritch Knight. I swear, I swear to God, I if he gets, I just, I, okay. ...or a sword for monsters. You also get second wind, letting you recover 1d10 plus your fighter level in H. Which you already have, like, six, but, okay. Unless you didn't put any points into wisdom, like an idiot, I don't know. Anyway. He, his wisdom score is 13, I believe. Oh, okay, well. You're an idiot. 
pee as a bonus action once per short rest. Between all the Fuck. horrors of the world and people just being jerks, you don't have a ton of downtime. This is helpful. Second level fighters get action surge, letting you make two actions per round once per short rest, oh, which should help you get the job done. Lord knows Jaskier isn't going to be doing much. Yeah, that's some bard shade. Deal with it. Third level fighters can choose a martial archetype, and cavaliers are good folks uh. who like horses and protecting the innocent. You get another they're they're specifically for fighting on horseback though like Geralt rarely does only fighting on horseback like quite literally their entire thing is to be on horse forever but roach though <laughs> amazing before he even says what he gets from this i'm going to tell you what he gets because i can't be bothered to listen to him very long my brain okay. is just like i will listen to the rest of the video but it's just getting you worse turn him off mentally because i do better with seeing it exactly so cavalier in xanathar's on page 30 you get bonus proficiency with either animal handling a history insight performance persuasion and you get another language that's weird. Okay. Um, born to the Saddle. You and you your have, horse have been places. Yeah, you... Your mastery as a rider becomes apparent. You have advantage on saving throws made to avoid falling off your mount. Oh, man. If you fall off your mount and descend no more than ten feet, so if your horse is not very tall or also you're not on a cliff, um, you can land on your feet if you're not incapacitated. That's pretty cool. Finally, mounted... Mounting or dismounting a creature costs you only five feet of movement rather than half your speed. That's pretty cool. And then, you also get Unwavering Mark. Unwavering Mark, starting at third level, you can menace your foes, foiling their attacks, and punishing them for harming others. When you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack, you can mark the creature until the end of your next turn. A another mark! Um... This effect ends early if you are inca incapacitated or you die, or if someone else marks the creature. So you can't... No, someone else, excuse me, so this stacks with your multiple marks, because... Um, while it is within five feet of you, a creature marked by you has disadvantage on any attack roll that doesn't target you. In addition, if a creature marked by you deals damage to anyone other than you, you can make a special melee weapon attack against the marked creature as a bonus action on your next turn. You have advantage on the attack roll, and if it hits, the attack's weapon deals extra damage to the target equal to half your fighter level. Regardless of the number of creatures you mark, you can make this special attack a number of times equal to your strength modifier, minimum of one, and you regain all expanded uses expended uses of it when you finish a long rest. That was a lot of reading. Yes. And basically what I got from it was that you give disadvantage to anyone who attacks to an enemy who attacks anyone but you. Yes. And because of your variant human class, you give disadvantage to anyone who attacks you. Yeah, being the wild hunter thing. While also gaining advantage on them and being cross-eyed from marking two different things. <laughs> no, up to like five. Don't forget. Because yeah. <laughs> it costs yeah. no concentration. <laughs> you grew six fucking 
eyes, and you're good. I, again, eyes on the inside. Like the stuff that's in the in actual Xanthar's guide, I I have no problem with because it doesn't conflict with anything ridiculous, um, like the UA stuff. Uh, so when it does, when you look at the UA stuff, you go, oh, <laughs> then. Mm, like with the shifter, using this with a shifter, fucking fantastic! Absolutely, yeah. Like as long as your shift did, yeah, cool, awesome. But like, also everyone's marked, so you get another additional D six. And I, I don't see why you couldn't cast it at a higher level, but it doesn't say you can. So I don't. I guess the argument is there so that it doesn't say you can cast it at a higher level, but yeah. I, I don't know. Just most of the time when Geralt fights, Roach isn't present. That's what I figured. Roach, Roach represents like a significant monetary like investment for Geralt, and he doesn't want to risk his horse's life because buying horses costs a lot. I yeah, I can imagine so. Like, there's a reason why it's a symbol of wealth, right? I, mm-hmm. All right. Your skill proficiency from a list. History will help you remember all the lore. There's a bunch of it. You're born to the saddle, giving you an advantage on saves against being knocked off your horse. You're not incapacitated when you fall off of it, as long as it's not from 10 feet or more. And you can mount your horse with 5 feet of movement instead of half your movement speed. You can also place an unwavering mark on a creature you hit with a melee attack while they're within 5 feet of you. They'll have disadvantage on attacks against creatures that aren't you. If they manage to make an attack against someone else, you can make another attack against them next round with your bonus action with advantage and deal extra damage equal to half your fighter level this all mm-hmm. lasts until the end of your next turn and you've got an amount of these equal to your strength modifier so let's get that higher fourth level fighters get an ability score improvement more strength means okay. bigger more accurate hits and more unwavering marks so let's invest in that fifth level fighters get an extra attack so you get nothing because they don't stack between classes sorry champ but so then why take the help you get more total attacks in the end so it kind of works out Sixth what? level fighters get another ability score improvement letting us cap off your strength score for some big old meaty hits. 7th level cavaliers get warding maneuver, letting you roll a d8 as a reaction to add to the AC of yourself or a creature within 5 feet of you against an attack. Oh, oh god, I went all the way back. Whoops. Oh no, I don't want that. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so, oh god, he goes up to fucking 8th level, okay, wait, wow, so the rest of it's fighter? Okay. Um, so I just wanted to look at Unwavering, whatever it was. Works out. Sixth level fighters get another ability score improvement, letting us cap off your strength score for some big old meaty hits. Seventh level cavaliers get Warding Maneuver, letting you roll a d8 as a reaction to add to the AC of yourself or a creature within five feet of you against an attack. Even if the attack lands, the target still gets resistance to the damage, so this will keep you, Siri, or Roach safe. You got an amount of... (laughs) It's gonna keep Roach safe, boyo. Like liter- literally, Geralt's approach in the books, at least, mm-hmm. is that of I'm going to try to keep my horse safe by keeping him like away from the combat. But like, if my horse is here at the start of combat and I'm on my horse, I'm going to try to get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, and then battle again on my own terms. The other he doesn't bring Roach with him to battle, and I guarantee you, 
his approach in battle is if it's me or the horse fuck the horse yeah oh absolutely that is something that i get entirely just from looking at his character um the the other thing that i get from looking at his character is that all of this maneuvers and shit why he's not fighting with people right like he doesn't prefer to time now yeah he does he does not like to work with people um at, Mm. at all in the sense of like having to rely on other people in that way as far as i'm aware yeah um in my fights or in my playthrough of the witcher 3 and this is just my playthrough sure um it's actually about 70 30 uh people sure i would actually say um primarily because uh this is eurojank trash poland where life is cheap and fast. Oh, really? And there are absolutely bandits on the road, um, and people who will, like, kill you for looking at them wrong, or for you calling them out on them, like, raping their daughter. Sure. Or or something. Um, so, you do fight a lot of people, but Geralt prefers to fight monsters. Well, yeah, what I what I mean is, are you in a group of people? Oh, yeah, no, a loner. That's, that's my as, problem with... as a rule. Yeah, that's my problem with doing this, is that you're making a loner character who will not work well in a party at all for any reason. Mm-hmm. Like, you're giving him all this stuff to make him work well in a party, but he would not be having any of this. Yeah. I, like, um... I don't understand what you're point here is i you're trying to make it work for a party but if if the person who takes who watches this video that i'm imagining is um who is the one who will just play Geralt, then they're just doing a solo campaign mm-hmm. uh, like i mean exceptions of course exist much like if Geralt is with uh another witcher he'll happily hunt alongside them oh absolutely um and like even in the show uh even in the show and in um the last wish uh he does he is with a party of people that are setting out to kill a dragon yeah. um but that was because they were extenuating circumstances and it also makes sense cuz you're fighting a dragon uh yeah, Geralt also has a rule. Uh, witchers don't kill dragons because they try not to kill sentient beings. That makes sense. Yeah. And dragons are uh endangered to the point of being near extinction. Yeah. Um. Not because a lot of dragons are evil, but just because a dragon's way of life doesn't coincide well with humanities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I so again, I just I wonder what the point. Other than this is something that I can capitalize on to make a video on is, and also make a very strange UA love letter. Very, very strange. Honestly, I get the feeling that he's not read the books. I maybe played the games briefly. Again, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I again watched the show. Potentially, but. Again, I I don't know if he has, because it's also got a lot of things in there where I'm like, well, this is not how he is, 
So, okay. That, that may also be representative of, you said you only saw the first three episodes, though, right? Yeah, but that's a lot of character that I saw of, like, he doesn't like fighting mm-hmm. with people. He doesn't want to work with people. Yeah. He's literally said that. Um, he he doesn't go into battle with his horse. It's not, like, an active thing that's shown, but every time he's fighting, his horse is nowhere near. Um, it's contradictory, even in the first few episodes that I've seen. And I did play the second game, so I've I've played the second game, and I, I know a little... Whatever I retained, at least, which is not much, but still, I, I it's not, it's not good. <laughs> I just, I don't think we need to watch the rest of this because it's just going through more I'm, fighter stuff. I'm, I'm good with not. Yeah, because like it's just he's gonna get to um, eighth level. You get what another attack, which means four attacks me... or three attacks. Excuse uh, me. If it's alright with you, let me just kind of, like, get quick snapshots of the rest of the video and see if I can pick up anything else. Oh, yeah, 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 go for it. Uh, I, I will let you fucking have control of this. These equal to your constitution modifier per long rest is the best bet. It also gives you more free hunter's marks, so that's pretty good. Fuck but you. constitution helps you live long saving throw once per long rest. Probably gonna need this for a charisma or intelligence save, though there's the other school of thought to use this on saves you're actually good at to make sure it turns into a success. You're the one playing. You'll know it's right. 10th level cavaliers can hold the line, letting you pin creatures you hit with an opportunity attack and reduce their speed to zero. You also get to make opportunity attacks okay. against Geralt creatures that move within 5 like feet of you, even if they're not breaking engagement. That's really good. Our capstone damage, with concentration free hunter's marks adding a d6 to every attack, 3 attacks per round, and a capped damage modifier all of that's magical as well so resistances shouldn't be an issue you're also loaded up with skills making you great outside of combat finally you're nice and bulky with plenty of hp and ways to reduce incoming damage for weaknesses low charisma could hurt you when you're trying to get paid or not get banished your ac is also pretty low before a multi-attack defense boost which could send your big health pool down quickly finally your fifth level fighter extra attack doesn't stack so you've got a level where you get nothing and that's not very fun but being a witcher isn't about having fun it's about stopping the greater evils and all that get your two swords going and cut down the worst monsters and patient find yourself a bard to make business a little bit easier oh shut up uh... the, the bard the bard one i get i get it yeah absolutely but he's only referring that to, to that because of the show yes gear yeah like <sighs> so D D. i'm sorry playing playing this if you watch this video and you do everything you said you're not supposed to be having fun you're not supposed to be i I I think that's a bit taking him out of context. I don't know, because you're not supposed to have fun as a witcher. You're supposed to be able to do the job. That's what he said. That's verbatim. Not verbatim, but we can play yeah, it again. He's, he is clearly not saying that you should not be playing D&D and having fun. No, I agree. You're right. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be having fun playing D&D. I'm saying that if you like the character should not be having fun. I guess is is what I mean. Oh, well, yeah. I I find it safe to say that most characters uh aren't usually having fun in the heat of combat though. Eh, depends, obviously. I mean, yeah, some of some course. might enjoy the challenge and all that shit. There's there's always a scattering, but not everyone is fight man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um but yeah, no, you're you, you're absolutely correct. Um I just I know when I you am. what 
I know, and that's why I said you are. That's just to reaffirm. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we are we are always correct here. Absolutely. Um, but yes, uh, I don't think this is a good video for many reasons. Um, As a bit of a Witcher nerd, it's not representative of Geralt. And as a D&D nerd, if you try to play this, you'll die. Like, I, I think there's also... You're very strange in assuming that you can get everyone to be able to play the UA stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? And also very strange in that what I had assumed at the beginning of the video was very much a joke with you're going to what was it? Uh, his goals of having the horse. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I don't remember. Oh yeah, the goal. Yeah, the goals itself. Yeah, having get a horse. Next, we'll get some Witcher magic, and I'm sure I'm going to pronounce all of those signs correctly. Finally, Geralt needs a horse to get around on. It's a big continent. Who wants to do all that walking? For stats, we're using the standard point array. Yeah. Like um again, none of your stuff that you did got you a horse. It just made it so that if you're on a horse, that you, is true. You you're better, right? Like quite <laughs> literally. You could have had a uh, a version of Paladin, where yes. your healing is um, uh, flavored as you drinking a potion of like white honey or not white honey, because um, that clears toxicity. Um, maybe it is white honey. Um, swallow. That's what it's called. Swallow. Okay. I again, I like. Just assuming UA is fine is just strange. I I don't think you understand that every like as far as I'm aware, a lot of other people are like mm, UA are you sure? Let me take a look at that. Oh right. <laughs> and then you get laughed at. And that yeah, and then no. then they say, No. It's the rare time. But it's the right time. <laughs> like uh, come on to I liked your other video <laughs> too long yeah, so, hey you know what though I, I told you before this even started that I think the worst example that we can have is Geralt it's been the worst I, I might personally go through a few of these others and go and see what's going on yeah. I watched the Let's, Sonic uh... one and you're a tabaxi First off, I mean, which is fine, fast, though. I, I guess. That. Yeah, I, it's fine. Because but like at the same time, there are no good hedgehog races in D and D five e. No, of course not. I'm just I saying. Che- like, I haven't checked UA. I wasn't aware that that was a possibility. I was gonna say there's, as long as it's not homebrew. I mean, anything's fair game. That's not homebrew, except yeah, when it is. Races, absolutely available. Yeah, I just again, I don't. I don't know about that. Anyway, Tulak, thank you for being um a content creator <laughs> so that we can respond to the, your um thank th- thank you Tulak for giving us something to talk about and uh for posting these videos. 
um from what i've seen of your content you generally do pretty good work yeah can't really say as i agree with your Geralt of Ridivia video but that's me yeah. um i would think it would just be far more simplistic to go for an eldritch knight and have a couple flavor things than dipping so heavily into ua um keep doing what you're doing um as long as it's not the Geralt thing <laughs> yeah and uh and thank you yeah, thank you. Like, again, no hate whatsoever. It's just, I just don't agree with that video. It's just not, it's not great. I, mm, UA stuff, man. I'll be looking for it in the other things that I look into that I know a little bit about. UA um, is poison. UA is a very strange well to dip your toes in every, like, for a bunch of this shit i don't understand U ua is a very weird well to dive into you mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i just it's it's just uh, baffling can i play Geralt? yeah sure i i guess cool can i use ua no well no. you already told me i could play Geralt. It's, it's like i don't understand I... what you mean it's it's the whole it's that meme of like um, the two pictures of like show like tell me which one is uh which one is UA and the person's looking at it and it's Geralt and <laughs> and a ranger. I see no and difference. I see no difference. Exactly. Like I see no difference in these pictures. They're the same picture. Yeah. <laughs> so I mm, dunno. Um alright. So that's that. Um how are you, how are you feeling on time and such? Uh, let's go for it. Sick. I don't, I don't. I can probably do one video of the next channel if we continue our current rate. Okay, I'm going to. I'm going to have a tough time probably making this into Man, audio dude, stuff, but that's fine. You you were like, oh, we're we're going to start off like. Uh, really bad, and then end really good, and like we started off pretty okay. We, start, and we started off really freaking good. We and got a to bad. We got a shit sandwich. Uh, I know. I'm wondering how good the second channel's. Going I because... so I think it's fine. Um, do do we want to do the one where he's talking about the people or where he does the one punch man thing? Follow your heart. Surprise me. Okay. Um, I I just want to be entertained, Alejo. To be fair, they're both kind of short, so let's go with. Oh, okay, that was that one. Well, we're doing this one then. So this is from. Ooh. Uh, okay. Steam Steamboat something Steam something. Let me check again. Sam. Uh, ah, plain simple. <laughs> Yes, Blaine Simple, not Steamboat anything. I'm just looking at that, and that's why my brain died uh, like that. But yes, Blaine Simple, um, I saw this, and I saw the One Punch Man thing, and I enjoyed them. And I think they're okay videos, honestly. I think they're pretty good. Okay. Um, I could be uh, less right. I don't know. Uh, depends. Good catch. <laughs> so, let's... Uh, and again, this is only seven minutes, and it's pretty straightforward, and I kind of just agree... Mostly, I think. So, here we go. D&D is a fantasy game where the word creative freedom has almost no boundaries. With around a dozen unique classes to choose from, not including Ranger, backgrounds that fill the void in your character's hold lifetime on, from when on. you... Mm -hmm. 
go back a bit. I mm-hmm. really liked that drawing of the bow. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's real weird. <laughs> that's, that's 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 a good bow right there. That's ex- <laughs> that's exactly how you should be loading a bow if you're playing ranger. <laughs> <laughs> but I also agree with what he says of yeah, it, rangers are unique. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. <laughs> to choose from, not including Ranger. Backgrounds that fill the void in your character's lifetime from when you were just a wee bab up until now, and personality traits to make your hot boy sizzle like an overcooked steak golden corral, almost no Dungeons & Dragons character is ever made alike. But you've already read the title of this video, so I'm not going to be talking about the unique snowflake characters of D&D, but rather the ones that were made with more questionably original content. There's a lot of factors that go into creating a character for any gamer project. People can't just sit down and instantly create a Picasso or the Mona Lisa. It takes time, a lot of renditions, and a lot of paper. But we don't have time for that, so now what? Well, what do we have to work with? Our brains? What? No, are you crazy? That's not a tool for creation. Get your head out of the clouds. Joe Cat. Oh. Including like the crumpled paper background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a similar yeah. style. I don't know when uh, when they started, but yeah. It, again, I really enjoy this this kind of style that they're doing. Yeah, no, abso- absolutely. I'm totally digging it. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are audio, uh, it looks like hand drawn ish in a way. Yeah. But yeah, and it's using drawn. a crump- crumpled kind of paper um, uh, look so that for its background, which is very interesting. drive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it looks it looks great, and you should check it out. Also, the the four keys on the keyboard, the the WASD and the arrows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know the internet. What a stable source for original content. I'm not gonna lie when I say that most of the characters that I create in D and D are influenced in some way or another by fan culture. Be it from that awesome video game character that I thought was cool to the other video game character I thought was cool. Now that I think about it, a lot of my characters are inspired by video games. But whatever, you may think that there's only one or two ways to make an unoriginal character, but there's actually three types of ways to do it. Now, I'm not hating on any specific ways to build a character, and I'm just addressing some of the pitfalls of using unoriginal characters, and how it could affect the table in most D&D games. It's not really a bad thing when the player comes to the table with an unoriginal character, so long as the other players in the DM are cool with your concept. So consider this video as my exaggerated opinion, rather than any sort of fact. We don't do facts on this channel. We're not Wikipedia. Now, so I don't sound like I'm hating towards anyone in particular, let's start with the types of characters that I'm usually guilty of creating. Let's call this group the copycats. Now, copycats are the types that take personality traits from one character and use them in their own. A lot of my creations fall into this list because if you think about it, movie and video game characters already have so much detail stitched into their designs. So it did make sense for my worthless empty brain to lead towards wanting to... Shh, shh. Rob from them. Now, using a fan character as a base for your own concept isn't a bad thing, and in the end it could make your character a lot more appealing. You gotta make sure that what you take fits with the design of your character. To give you an idea on what a copycat looks like, when I first began playing D&D, I made a half-elf rogue named Loki Grandal. I got inspiration from the Norse god Loki, and I wanted to play a character with a similar conniving personality. Someone charming and slick. Loki was my inspiration, so I dabbed a bit of his charm onto my character and BOOM! I had a cool character concept. So, the next type of character plagiarism- So, so, before we go too far, um, obviously, you know, uh, not too much we're gonna say about this, because, I mean, there's nothing that's been wrong so far, right? Um, There's been nothing too in-depth yet. Exactly, and also, like, uh, it's, like he's, like he's pointed out, um, 
just taking inspiration from what you like and making a character around that is totally fine. Like we've already like given examples of doing ourselves as well. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's totally fine. And people are cool with it as long as it's something kind of original in the sense of like personality. Hey, it does a lot considering it's a bunch of uh, us sitting around a table and literally just acting at each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's improv. Exactly. It's a little bit more involved than the first, in that it takes a little bit more convincing to get people believing that your character is actually original. Skinners are the types to get so attached to a fan character's physique that they fantasize carving out that character's body and wearing them as a skin suit. <laughs> in normal people terms, these players just like the way that the fan character looks and wants to roleplay as someone who looks like them. I see this a lot in my campaigns, and there's a lot of creative ways that you could go about it. Firstly, something that skinners are really attached to is the physical appearance of their senpai, which means that unlike copycats, they're usually more open to creating a unique personality for their character rather than just pirating one and calling it a day. However, when the group meets up for the first time and it's your turn to describe how your character looks, you instead give a perfect description of Mega Man. It's obvious that the people around the table are probably going to assume that your character is Mega Man, regardless of the backstory and personality traits that you gave her. (laughs) Yes, you didn't even wait until I mentioned their gender, you impatient monster. This is my OC, Mega Woman. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. But I digress. It's the way you steal your senpai's face that matters. If you're guilty of being a skinner and you need some pro tips from a cool guy, then don't worry, bro, or female bro, I have you covered. It's always a good idea to stay open to the idea of your character changing. Stay loose and ready to imagine your character as an unusual class, new clothing, or even a different gender. If you're fine with that, then cool. Giving your character traits that set them apart from the original design should help your case when you need to explain how this character is nothing like that other guy you're probably thinking of. I try after that to show the table that my character isn't just Link, but rather Birdinghammer, barbarian elf and savior of the Seven Isles. He's blonde, strongly built, and wields a legendary weapon named the Master Axe, which he uses to seal the evil within the realm. A quest, he's heard, is required to unlock the weapon. So a playstyle like this, I've never heard of them being called Skinners, but mm-hmm. I've always referred to these people as um, legally distinct and whatever. <laughs> okay, I haven't heard that before. It's true power. So yeah, there are ways to make awesome character designs off of original characters, and sometimes it comes out even better than you'd imagine. Or you can just steal everything from the original. If you really like Senpai's abs that much, I'm not going to judge. Skinners may be something, but are nearly as plagiaristic as character type number three. These PCs are the ones that merge the copycat's way of mimicking personalities with the Skinner's way of mimicking appearance. I'm gonna call these guys the cloners. Cloners take their senpai's personality traits, ideals, bonds, flaws, and face and stick it onto themselves. At this point, the player who designed this creative masterpiece is just RPing as this character. Cloners are usually the ones to attempt to recreate their senpais in the game as similarly as possible to the original, giving them a fitting set of abilities that they could imagine that character using. Frankly, unless your DM accepts plagiarism in his classroom, or no one else has ever heard of what game or movie your character comes from, these types of designs can just kill the immersion. Like... Exactly. Like, again, if you think about it, hey... You're in fantasy D&D, which is semi-medieval, kind of. It also has some advances in technology that don't make sense for the medieval time and a weird economy. Um, But, yeah, there's all this kind of stuff, and you're fighting dragons and ghouls and stuff, and you bring in Mario. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, oh. Yeah, it's one thing if you want to be 
sort of like uh, a Geralt type, where yeah. that's that's already fantasy. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming to the table with uh, Jadam Ensign, <laughs> th- then like we're gonna have a problem. The half human, <laughs> half warforged. Um... Yeah. <laughs> um. Something else I now, wanted to. If you want oh. to be like a half human, half warforged, and be like, uh, I'm, uh, I was an android that like only got half completed or something. Oh, sure. Then my master died. That's that's really fucking cool. But yeah. like, and and it... in in a situation like that, I'll even give you like two uses of I didn't ask for this. <laughs> um... Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Again, but, there are there are degrees to this, obviously. Yes, like, yeah. um, the the other thing I wanted to mention is that he's he's talked about Skinners before and um how they like to see the appearance and stuff. And what I wanted to say is that Shadowrun, uh, no, sorry, uh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk has a um, faction in it that is uh, a bunch of people that take on the appearance of somebody famous. Um, and they just, because they really, like, want to be them or something, I don't remember exactly what it is, um, but there's, like, I think one of the famous ones was, like, a gang of people that look like John F. Kennedy or something? I'm not entirely sure. I might be wrong in that. It might have been a different example. I love this. Right? I I, I love the idea of, like... Uh, a bunch of like a dozen Richard Nixons yes. sitting uh, alone in a room and going, "I'm not a crook." <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Like, uh, okay, hilarious. let me let me find it. Cyberpunk. Um. Uh. I'm sorry, hold on. I have to take my headphones off to do this. I'm not a crook. Yeah. Uh. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, no, it's a whole. It's from the the tabletop game. Um, uh, Cyber Club, Cyberpunk twenty twenty classes. Uh, I guess it's roles. Uh, no, this isn't right. Oh, why is it not easy to find these things? Yeah. Oh, but like, if, there it is. if you're a player and you want to look like uh, Adam Jensen in a cyberpunk campaign, you could absolutely be like, oh yeah, I'm part of this group, and then that adds uh, flavor and depth to your character, oh, totally. while also allowing you to look like Adam Jensen. Mm-hmm. And again, like, that's that's yeah. fine. He's, he's not a bad looking guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool looking. Yeah, he, he um, didn't ask for this. He did not ask for it. To be fair, uh, I have except when except when he goes throughout the game and continues to ask for it <laughs> by yeah. leveling um, up and getting more and more powers and going. Yeah, mm, I need that though. Mm. Yeah. signs the waiver to get a sick ass like Uchigatana arm, and then when he wakes up from. Um, uh, the surgery goes, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> Adam, I don't know what... You, you say didn't you, ask you for this. You signed the consent forms. <laughs> did you, did you not read right them? that you asked for this. Did you not read the consent forms? Not, I never asked for I'm this. I'm not getting sued for malpractice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never asked for it, though. 
It's I like, never asked uh, all right. yeah, you, mm. I, I literally have this recording of you walking into my office <laughs> and going, please, sir, I need to be able to fire lasers from my fingertips. <laughs> you, you begged me, in fact. <laughs> right here, I have. it's a still of you on your hands and knees begging with tears <laughs> on your robotic face. I never asked for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just... Anyway, um, I can't find it. Unfortunately, somebody will figure it out. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's a whole thing. Um, of like, there are people that just want to look like other people, and so they get like surgery and shit to make themselves look like famous people, and that's just their thing. <laughs> well, it's like that guy who uh, had reconstructive face surgery to look like Justin Bieber. Oh, jeez, there's a guy who did that. Oh yeah, and uh, fucking plot twist surgery didn't go well. <laughs> oh no, that's unfortunate. Well, let's continue on. Let's see if I can find it for you. Characters and just right in the middle pops Mario, Master Power, oh. and Savior of the Princess Peach. Anyway, that's that's. Oops, I guess I stole the example that he was gonna give. Are you there? Yeah. Hello. Hello? Hello? Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hello? Hello? Oh. <laughs> Apologies again, folks. We're experiencing technical difficulties on the internet side again, which is very unfortunate because we're getting close to the end here, and soon enough we'll get there and we'll, uh, we'll have a nice little chat, won't we? won't we um yes i i guess i'll keep looking for the thing <laughs> google <laughs> don't look at my backgrounds and stuff <laughs> um yeah uh like i was saying um using using these guys are, as inspiration is totally fine i see no reason whatsoever why you can't um Oh, is it cyberpunk red? I wonder. Um. Uh, classes. That's the one. Nope, not release. Whoops. Apologies. There we go. Okay. Um. But yes, I see. I see no reason why not uh, doing that, or why you should not do that. Other than if you take it too far to the point of like. I am the character, like has been stated a bunch of times. Um, yeah, I can't seem to find it. Am I? Am I just? Let me let me search some stuff. Hold on, again. Um, uh, people who get surgery to look like famous. Hello. People oh, he's back. Yes. I am back. My internet died. I see that. Uh yeah. Um guy's name is Toby Sheldon. Okay. Spent a hundred thousand dollars on surgery to become Oh uh. Um I was lifting an article uh -huh. um to get a picture for you. And the article is that he died of a drug overdose. E Yikes. Well, that sucks. 
Sorry, dude. Um, Died in 2015. That's not long after I first found out about him. Sorry, dude. Uh, well, that's a. Oh. Mm, all right. Okay. And like mm. the weirdest thing is, is he actually like he looked fine before. Like, dude is a decent looking guy. Oh yeah, he looks. He looks okay. And then when underwent a objective downgrade, spent a hundred thousand dollars on it, and and killed himself. That sucks. That's like real any bad. Skinner should do. Oof. <laughs> okay. Well, I found out. I found out what it was called. Um, posers. They're called posers. They're poser okay. gangs of people that make themselves look like celebrities regardless of what their previous gender was or anything, and they just... They are gangs of people that look like this. Um, so again, gang of fucking Richard Nixon, or... Uh, yeah, that's anybody. a terrifying thought. Yep. Like, a bunch of them walking down the street, like, snapping yeah. their fingers. Oh, totally. <laughs> it's great. Um... <laughs> <laughs> all right let's let's yeah, I'll, I'll get out real fucking quick <laughs> let's continue on here varying characters and just right in the middle pops mario master plumber and savior of the princess peach now that could be hilarious and yes it'd be awesome to see mario storm a castle with his allies and fight a dragon turtle to save his best girl but there's a I'd few problems that. with that Cloners usually get bored with their characters sooner than others and it gets worse the closer the pc resembles their senpai so yeah it could be hilarious and awesome but also embarrassing and possibly immersion breaking i'd only really recommend that people play characters like this if the campaign is specifically set to cater to that design so mm. players beware there's a lot of different ways to make a character in D&D, and some of them are a lot more creative than others. In the end, though, it's your design, and you get to decide how your character looks, talks, and acts in the world. Regardless of how you got your inspiration, what you enjoyed at the time, or even how badly you want to RP as D.Va. I'm sure it'll be fun in the long run, so long as you and the other players can enjoy themselves at the table. Do whatever you want. Like I said, D&D is a game of creative freedom, and no one is holding you back. But seriously, if you make D.Va and bring her to my campaign, we're going to have some problems. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, 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 wait a So, yeah. Uh, very, good very, very good points. Again, yeah, that's what I said. I the, ga the fucking game, hello? Uh, this uh, this video is really good. Um, Blaine yeah. Simple. Blaine Simple is his name. He's uh, earned himself at least one subscriber. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, same. I mean, already, yeah. So, like, d yeah, if you don't know about him, fucking go follow him and go watch his stuff. And, like, it's good stuff. Um, legitimately. Uh, oh, hell yeah, he has Shield Hero in D&D. Yeah, he does. Um, I watched that for like a second. Um, I find yeah. it really weird that I see his thumbnail of Shield Hero in D&D, and it does not evoke the same feeling of this could be potentially dread-giving as right? um, it did on the other channel. I know. Uh, Though, granted, I'm absolutely going to watch the video for Shield Hero and Dante um, again after yeah. we get out of this. That's fair. Um, but yeah, uh, so unless you want to kick on to the last one, the, the Saitama one, um, we could, we could blast through it real quick. Actually. Yeah, 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 sure. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, uh, let's do that, and 
we'll end it off after. One Paul Man DD Go! Today's video is sponsored by the Deck of Many dot com. Welcome aboard, sir. sir. We hope you enjoy your stay. Okay. So here we go. Our question for today is, in D&D, how much damage can we possibly do in one punch? So, right off the bat, I love it, because it's not, it's not, he used the title to get you in, and then he's like, hey man, hey, guess what, <laughs> it's not, it's not entirely what the video's about, it's actually, uh, there's a thing we're doing here, for a reason. Oh no, he's gone again. Oh, he missed it. Oh, we gotta go all the way back. Fucking hell. Come on, man. <laughs> and Ed, why does your internet hate you at 12.49 in the morning? It's fine, dude. It's fine. Um, Hey, all you out there in either podcasty land of audio only or in video land um you should come and hang out in the youtube channel um and subscribe or you should follow the podcast via spotify or google play music or literally wherever you're getting your podcast um if it's not there let me know hey uh that doesn't make sense because otherwise you wouldn't have found the podcast but Regardless, please, if you are listening to this, please let me know um, things that are uh, that should be improved, or um, like where I should put the podcast as well. Oh no, he's gone. He's actually gone. <laughs> um, and so if you could do that, that would be fantastic. I mean, leave a cool rating or whatever if you like the the podcast. That'd be really cool. Um, and if there's enough of you out there to warrant it, I've been thinking about opening the Discord up so that people are able to be around um, before... Oh, hey, he's back. Maybe. Well, um, I'll continue on with my state. Oh! Hello. Hey, he's I, back. I love rural internet. Dude, same. <laughs> um, Let me just finish what I was saying, and then we'll get right back into it. Um, yeah, so if you, uh, if you're out there and you have interest in this and there's enough of you out there, potentially, in the future, I'll open up the Discord, um, and have little sections for all of you people out there, or we could get some, I don't know, other things going as well, maybe, maybe some, maybe some needle little things, who knows, but, uh, it'd be cool if there's a lot of you out there who want to actually chat, because chatting is cool. We should uh we should come up with a name for our fans. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll well we need to get some first to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, again, if there are people out there that find this somehow, let me know and you know. If, if we keep shitting on enough popular channels on YouTube, surely we'll get some. That's that's the dream, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Not the point, but that's just a part of it. Oh, well. Anyway, are you back in and ready to watch? Yep, I've refreshed. Cool, cool, cool. Welcome aboard, sir. sir. 
We hope you enjoy your stay. God, the fucking heterochromia. So here we go. Our question for today is, in D&D, how much damage can we possibly do in one punch? First, And like I was saying before, when you rudely died, um, I, he, he draws you in with mm -hmm. one punch man. And he's like, mm -hmm. oh man, one punch man in D&D. And then he goes, oh, but this is actually for a purpose of like, how yeah, much yeah, damage can you do a, with a punch? It's a thought experiment. Can, exactly. can we do limit breakers? Exactly. Um, which is also another fantastic channel that should be checked out if anyone here loves Dark Souls, specifically Dark Souls 3. Um, there you go. Like, how much damage can you do with a single attack or a single spell, or how much, uh, how high can you get your damage resistances? Is it possible sure. to get your damage resistance so high that um, an attack does zero damage? Stuff like that. Cool, cool. Um, how uh, how high can you get health regen? Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this is, it's semi-clickbait, because it's like, oh man, One Punch Man in D&D, &D, and you expect a build, but it's not a build, it's a thought, or a thought project. Yeah, and like, legitimately, it doesn't, it just, like, you'll see, it. it's not a build, it's just what you would need to make this happen. And like, it's, mm. it's also not clickbait. I mean, it is clickbait, obviously, but it's also not untrue because he also still uses yes. him as the reference, you know? Yeah, so. it's, it's absolutely doing what one, pan, what punch, what, yeah, what one punch man does um, <laughs> yes. as his fighting style. Exactly. And uh, obviously there are some liberties taken. There will be some liberties taken. But again, it's not because it's one punch man. It's because we're doing the experiment, right? So it's, it's, yeah, fine. it's one punch man. It's one punch, man. Exactly. <laughs> First of all, we need to make some ground rules for this monster of a challenge. Like always, a more detailed rule set will be in the description below, but for now, just know that Saitama is a level 20 character. We can wield or possess Naturally. any official items of our choosing. Bonuses from okay. items that have us roll percentile dice to attain benefits won't be discussed. We're only Good. allowed to punch one time. We can't get other people to help us with spells or other abilities. Fantastic. We can't reflavor spells or other non-unarmed strike attacks to mimic Ooh. a fist. Our opponent has no special vulnerabilities, can't be surprised, can't be hindered with conditions, or affected by saving throws. Our attack is automatically assumed to be a critical, and when we roll our damage dice, we're going to be rolling them as high as possible. Alright, to begin- You said, mmm, and I wonder why. Um... Personally, because of my history on the Limit Breakers channel, I'm usually a bit more forgiving for using things like Big B like if you found some weird super niche use for Big B's hand uh, to use as a punch, I'd be totally okay with that. Sure, but I I wouldn't I would say that it doesn't work with the experiment in the sense of you're doing one punch like this is one punch as a person, right? Mm -hmm. Um. A spell as such is, like, with Big Bigby's hand, you can't really buff at all. Yeah. Like, Well, that's why I say some super... Uh, I'm not saying, oh, let's definitely use Bigby's hand. I'm saying, like, some uh, fist-like spell. Sure. Um, well, would be, uh, spells are I used... Would consider, I would consider a fist-like spell which I am refusing to name any particulars of at the moment because I can't think of any, but that yep. doesn't mean that my point isn't valid. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, a, a super... 
setup and usage of one fist-based spell, fist I would consider spell. it to be yes. Uh, one might say the spell fist. Mm. Um, <laughs> I would consider it to be a perfectly valid uh, resolution of the question. If parameters were met, I suppose so. But again, those parameters would then translate to if you use it, can you do more damage than this? Right? Yeah. That that becomes the experiment of this is the standard now. You have to try to achieve it somehow. Um, mm -hmm. Which spells are much harder to buff. Uh, like... I would say, at least, unless you're... Well, it depends, I guess, on... Oh. Oh, no. That's why you said, oh, God, chat. I've called you chat, by the way, because I expect you to respond to me like that um, at some point, because I like it when you when you take, you take the time to say words to me. Um, but, yeah, we're going we're gonna to flip around through... Your countries for a while here, um, but I, I don't know if I'm wrong about I'm sorry, less right about um my stance with spells can certainly be buffed when you're using them to cast at a higher level, such as something like um I guess. Why can't I think of a spell? I'm going to open my book here and use whatever's here. Um, lightning Arrow, sure. Or Lightning Bolt, even. Um, both of these are... Uh, damage-based, and if you cast them at higher levels, it increases damage. Um, so that's... I mean... Either of those, you, you increase the damage by doing that, but there's very little unless you have a magic item, I guess, that will increase it by a bit. And there's also the the vulnerability thing, which is already out of the question um, with this, this in particular, I guess, um, because of the parameter set. Because we're just trying to, in this video, not we, but um, Blaine here, uh, is trying to figure it out without having that um, as well. Um, and, oh, hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome hello. back. Make your make your point quickly, please. I don't know how long my internet will last. Uh, I was saying the spells are harder to increase damage of without going a higher level and without magic items that are specifically for that type of damage, and that can only go to so far because you can only have so many attuned. Um, okay. And yeah, I don't know. It just seems a lot more difficult. That's fair. Uh, but not impossible. No, I'm not saying it's impossible. I would just say, I, I think it would be rather improbable to get it to such a degree that it considers as good as what we are about to see. Well, while I do agree with you that it's improbable, I would also say that, uh, I, I just personally think of it as an unnecessary limitation. I, I would accept, uh, a wider variety than what he is limiting himself to. I'm not saying that he's wrong to do this i'm saying i would accept more potential things but kudos to him for finding a, a 
good acceptable answer um even with a uh, less desirable uh starting point of fewer possibilities see then again again i cuz i i would need examples of things that you would consider to be fist none spells shall be, none shall be forthcoming of course not uh-huh. <laughs> that's the unfortunate part here where i can't uh, if, if i if i want to cast fistball that's up to me <laughs> See, if you make a spell, then I suppose, right? But the 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 question here is using just what we have given, right? As far as I'm aware. Right. Um, well, if if you check Unearthed Arcana, you'll oh see yeah, you're right. Ball that does five. <laughs> I think he's died again. Yep, he's died again. <laughs> We might have to cut it short, folks. I do apologize. Oh, is he back? Oh, I could I could hear you the whole time. But, but you couldn't say anything. I don't know. Oh, I told you I can hear you twice. Yeah, I didn't hear you at all. Well, that's because you weren't listening to me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, let's let's power through the video. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, let's start somewhere easy. To wrap up his class, Saitama needs to be a 19th level paladin and a 1st level warlock. Because Saitama is a high level paladin, he gets a few abilities called smites, which allow him to deal a crud load of damage in a very short amount of time. Smite number 1 is Banishing Smite, which starts off our build with 5d10 force damage. Smite number 2 is Divine Smite, which adds another 6d10 radiant damage. And just for some extra smiting, Smite 3 is Improved Divine Smite, which adds an extra 1d8 in radiant damage for our attack. Any more smites? No? Alright, let's move on. But unarmed fist strikes aren't considered weapons, Blaine. I hear all of you D&D veterans pointing no, out. No, that's not and true. absolutely right. In order to make Saitama's fists actual weapons, we is need it? to rig him up with some of the best no, punching are. technology yeah, in the Forgotten so Realms. All Saitama needs to do to fix his little fists-aren't-weapons dilemma is to don on a set of demon armor. Essentially, demon armor turns Saitama's flat 1 damage punches into magical 1d6 plus 1 damage <laughs> yeah, punches no, right. with added shredder gauntlets for a cool factor. Now that our fists are considered actual weapons, we'll be able to add on a few bonuses that we otherwise couldn't later on. For the next item on our list, let's take a closer look at our fist. Our normal, boring humanoid fists are way too weak and meaty. We need a real fist. A cursed mummy fist! Ooh. All Saitama needs to do is lop off his favorite fist and attach his cool new mummy fist to replace it. Don't try this right. at home, kids. This cursed hand, it, also known breakers. as the hand of Vesna, adds mm -hmm. a chilling 2d8 Vesna? cold damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human. There's also... He, he pronounces Vecna Vesna... The entire video. Sorry, uh, mm. didn't didn't warn you. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah, it's it's the only thing that I'm like. Eh, okay. Um, now that I'm looking at it though, also, um, unarmed strikes are totally a melee weapon attack. Um, it, yeah. it means a melee weapon attack, which is your fist can be considered a melee weapon, I suppose. Maybe, Although maybe, now I'm seeing he was thinking only if it's a monk or. Something. I, I see here, unarmed strikes don't belong on the weapons table in well, of something. Not because it's a weapons table. I, what are you buying your hands? I don't know. Hey, bud, where did you buy your hands from? Oh, I go to 
good deal the other day. I had a coupon. <laughs> the rule on unarmed strike should read as follows. I don't know. When, wait, what is this addition from? I don't know. Uh, instead of using a weapon to make a melee weapon attack, you can use an ar unarmed strike, a punch, kick, headbutt, or a similar forceful blow. None of which count as weapons. On a hit, an unarmed strike deals bludgeoning damage equal one plus your strength. What is this from? From the errata? Errata? What the fuck is errata? Uh, E-R-R-A-T-A? -R -R what the fuck is this? Oh. What? Wait, what? Uh. Oh, is this a podcast that they do? I don't know. Dragon Talk? I guess so. Oh. Yeah, not even monks have it technically count as a weapon. That's... They can count as magical weapons for the purpose of, like, overcoming resistances. Yeah. Um, so I guess... Uh, I was looking at martial arts, what they get at first level, and that's just dex instead of strength for attack and damage rolls uh, for unarmed strike and, um, and monk weapons. Uh, D4 in place of normal damage of unarmed strike or monk weapon. Yeah, uh, everything says... Gain levels. Everything says you yeah, can use an unarmed strike in place of a weapon when making a melee weapon attack. So you would think with the wording like that... When making a melee weapon attack, that sounds to me like a melee weapon... Or sorry, an unarmed strike is a subclass of melee weapon attack. Yeah, I... Hmm. Regardless, it's... It's fucking... Um, this is this is a debate it's, it's that not, is a thing apparently. So, huh. yeah, it's it strikes me as something that's neither here nor there. I would be interested to see what people think, though. Like, all that you can always uh, tweet. Uh, what's his face on Twitter? Who? It's a. Uh, it's one of the the creators of D and D. Oh, um, Merles, Mike Merles. I don't know. The only name in my head is Dan Southworth right now, and he voiced Virgil. So okay, um, sure. I, I I'm thinking Mike Merles because he's the one I'm, that's like the face of the company every now and again. So. Yeah, I'm 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 shaking the magic eight ball, and I've got Dan Southworth, uh -huh. and um, chances don't look good. So <laughs> all right, well let's uh, let's continue on here. Gauntlet slash. All Saitama needs to do now is strap on his belt of Storm Giant Strength, which immediately grants him the benefits of a 5-year gym membership. In damage terms, the belt <laughs> gives us a plus 9 to our Slashy Slaps damage due to our newfound swollness. Now we can move on to my personal favorite part of the build that I like to call... EXPONENTIAL GROWTH! Step 1, Saitama drinks a potion of giant size. In Step 2, he drinks a potion of growth and enlarges to the size of an ancient dragon. Finally, to put all these items together, we're going to douse our cursed spiked gauntlet of demon-enhanced giant strength into some oil. Ho ho ho! But this isn't just any oil. This is the magically enhanced oil of sharpness. It essentially gives bladed weapons doused with it a sweet plus 3 damage bonus. Small, but every bit needs to be accounted for. Alright, now that Saitama is all decked up, you'd think he'd be ready to make that punch, correct? <laughs> Wrong. We haven't discussed the fact that Saitama is still a first level Pact of the Could Blade used Warlock, a bit of reverb which gives that. him access to the spell- I don't know, man. Reverb is so overused now. He literally just used it for exponential growth. I know. But and I still- could have had that that wrong from uh, SpongeBob with the hoopla. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Wrong. 
Dull Green Flame Blade, and the ability Hexblade Curse. At 20th level, we can coat Saitama's bladed fingers with green flames that deal an extra 1d8 fire damage to our target when we hit them. And, in addition to that, Saitama can mark his target with a Hexblade Curse, giving his attacks an extra 6 slashing damage. Alright, well what about now? Can we see how much damage we have total now? Well, the answer is still no, because we have a small issue to discuss, and that's the paladin fighting style that we grabbed at level 1. Dueling. When you are wielding a melee weapon in one hand, and no other weapons, you gain a plus 2 bonus to damage rolls with that weapon. Since our demon armor comes with a shredder gauntlet for each hand, and since our gauntlets count as weapons, that technically means that we're dual wielding. Whatever. To fix this, all we need to do Just is remove the left hand's gauntlet from the demon armor. Easy. What's next? Very oh, easy. nice. Now we need to find what race Saitama will be. Honestly, there's no In competition the when it comes to this choice, because half-orcs gain the skill Savage Attacks, giving Saitama <laughs> an extra d6 in critical damage. With race out of the way, now... I appreciate that he puts in in his editing. Puts that stuff in and post. Puts, yeah. puts that little stuff in to to so show that he caught he uh, took a he had a mistake. Mm -hmm. I, I like mm. I like those visuals. They help my ADD mind. Yes, exactly. And also, like, hey, oils exist in D and D. That's strange. Huh. Yeah. Well, I wonder oh, yeah, if. No, they super I wonder if uh, I wonder if uh, somebody could have used those for being a. Richard. Anyway, let's. Uh, I'm not. They're in the. They're in the item guide, not on Earth Darkana, though. Oh. Uh... We can finally move. Yeah, to I can't be bothered to read Half that orcs one. can learn the feed Orcish Fury, <laughs> which gives them an extra D6 to their damage output, and Martial Adept to give Saitama a lunging attack, which adds another D6 to our damage. If I can just now, go back for a second. Absolutely, sir. He he corrects himself not once which gives them but extra twice to their damage output, attention and to the bottom yes. and then oh, did you say something about proofreading proofreading is hard <laughs> no oh, I love it oh uh, it's almost like uh, mm. 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 oh it's so good tastes ah, I can taste the, the, the intelligence I can taste the flavor Oh, that, that high wisdom score. Mm. Uh, I can eat it. <laughs> Proofread your shit, folks. Oh, man. Read the player's handbook. And read the player's handbook. I'll, I'll scream it to my dying breath. God, please. I literally, like, the other day, like, I, I play with adults, right, in one of my groups. And, uh -huh. and one of one of, <laughs> one of my players, um, he he's he can't be asked to fucking to fucking read the book and he has me basically do all this shit for him but it's it's just because like we're friends and like it's fine honestly i'm just like every time i'm like dude you know you should read this and he's like yeah i know but i don't have to because you will help me and i'm like yeah right <laughs> it's a perpetuating thing right but that wouldn't last long with me. Oh, that's fair. That's the fair. The second someone said that to me, I'd be like, "Okay, that's oh. that's a funny joke." Right, <laughs> right. And like, and like the other day, I was like, "Dude, I have no fucking clue." Because he didn't write something down on his sheet, mm -hmm. and I was trying to figure out what the fuck he was. And I was like, "Dude, I don't fucking know what you are." Okay, I'm sorry, but like, I you don't read the book, and I have to do this in order to like fix this. Come on, man. So. It gets to a point in some points where, like, dude, just read the book. My 
my uh, druid character uh, was jailed in a place where the guards were very corrupt. Yeah. And one of the items that I had uh, essentially made for him was a ruby about, uh, I would say, two and a half inches tall, roughly cylindrical. Sure. Uh, two, two and a half inches tall by like a half inch wide. Mm-hmm. So like that that's some good money right there. Oh, sure. Uh, but what's more, it was enchanted with the ability to uh, hide yourself from the scrying effect of detect good and evil. Oh. Uh, and it was shortly after he had um, changed his character from chaotic good to chaotic evil okay. through his actions. But recently, he had been doing some really good role play. So I was like, I'll sprinkle in a little reward for him. Mm-hmm. And when he was scouting a dungeon as a spider, um, which, you know, time-consuming but very effective. Yeah, we have um, a druid who does the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, he made it down to the very bottom, and I'm like, I can't have him get all the way uh, to the bottom of the dungeon and back. And I, I knew he was going to scout it as a spider. Sure. Uh, so when I was designing the dungeon, I even wrote, like, uh, put a small little oval on one of the tables that was representative of the ruby. Okay. And as soon as he got down there, he sees a statue with mm-hmm. some uh, indented writing on it in Daedric, which he mm-hmm. can't read, but one of the party members can. And uh, the ruby on the table. And I knew if I just left the statue, he wouldn't give a shit. Right. So I left the ruby in the table too, because I was like, yeah, he's going to want to bamf out of spider form and pocket the ruby. Oh, of course. Um. Which then he's at the bottom of a dungeon um, and needs to make his way back alone. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, so a little bit of a monkey's paw. Yeah. And uh, so I've described the room and I'm watching his eyes and they're completely glazed over while I'm describing the whole room, including sure. the indented uh, writing in the statue. And I, then I, I mentioned the ruby and he immediately goes, wait, there's a ruby? <laughs> and I'm like, I fucking got him. <laughs> so I describe it all nonchalant, and sure enough, he bamps out of spider form, uh, grabs the ruby, goes and takes a look at the statue. Doesn't okay. take a rubbing or anything, just a look. <laughs> a casual okay. look. Yep. And then stealths his way out of the dungeon, um, and makes it back to the party. And he's, like, describing what he found, and they're like, why didn't you take a rubbing of the statue? <laughs> and he's like, yep. a what? <laughs> but uh, he got himself jailed in the city, mm-hmm. and um, in the last session that we had, uh, uh, one of the things he wanted to get checked at the Mages Guild was that ruby, because they were doing free evaluations on items. Okay. Uh, as part of the Witches Festival in uh, the Elder Scrolls, that's actually a thing that they do. Sure. Um, and he's like, "Oh wait, I'll I'll get this examined." And I'm like, "What ruby?" He's like, "The one I found." And I'm like, "What ruby?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh!" And he starts like flipping through his character sheet, mm-hmm. and he never writes shit down, so of course it's not in his character sheet. Oh God. <laughs> and. Uh, Canonically, it had been stolen from the guards. They had returned his, like, gold and clothing and items and stuff, but taken yeah. the ruby. Okay. And earlier that session, I had sprinkled in that they had seen those guards 
with really sly looks, like looking all pleased sure. with themselves yeah. on their way to the mages' guild, and they okay. thought nothing of it. Oh. And then they get there, and I'm like, "What ruby?" And he's like, "No, the, the one I, the one I had." And he gives me like the IRL prop that I made for it. Yeah. And I'm like, "It's not there." <laughs> and he was so mad, and I'm like, "Nice." I don't know, man. It's not in your character sheet. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> um, might I ask what spurred this from? reading and stuff or oh because you were talking about uh the guy that you're playing with not knowing his character sheet oh yeah okay yeah fair. yeah 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 that's fair okay uh yeah let's continue sorry my brain is now starting to turn to mush it's great let's do it fair enough fair enough image output and marshall add up to give saitama a lunging attack which adds another d6 to our damage now now we can finally calculate the damage to wait Oh, wait, I'm still forgetting something. See, I learned from my Konosuba days. I can double-check my work. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I'm glad you can, because some people can't. But still salty. Anyway, there's an yep. item called the Insignia <laughs> Claws, which gives our punch an extra one damage. Incredible. Alright, I swear that's the last thing on this list. So, by rolling max damage with criticals included, we have... The Hand of Vesna Empowered Insignia of Claws Enhanced mm -hmm. Oil of Sharpness Doused Gargantuan Demon Armor Gauntlets Our Strength Modifier Divine Smite Improved Divine Smite Banishing Smite Green Flame Blade Hexblade Curse Orc Savage Attacks Orcish Fury Battlemaster Lunging Attack And Single Weapon Fighting Assuming I did all the math correctly, if Saitama hits a critical and somehow rolls the highest numbers possible on all of his dice, one punch with our decked out fist would deal 414 points of damage. 414! With that much damage, Saitama could instantly obliterate an ancient green dragon with max dice rolls and a critical in one punch! If Saitama attacked with a normal, non-critical punch, his fist would deal more than 100 damage. Almost no monster below challenge rating 4 even has enough health to survive a single hit from this man. Well, there you guys have it. So, hope you all enjoyed the... Wait, what's this? Hmm. Oh, it's also clear... Oh, right, yeah, that's a that's an ad. I'd read. Next. Yeah. Okay. Um, one note. I would yeah. have really enjoyed before he just gave me the number. Uh, I would have enjoyed the breakdown of like, um, like four d ten plus one d four plus two d six plus yada yada yada. Oh like yeah, that. like all the actual die rolls that would have enrolled. Mm -hmm. I I would have really enjoyed yeah. seeing that with maybe breakdowns of what each one is from. I agree. Um, I agree. That would have added a lot, actually. And and granted, he does go through each of those in the beginning of the video, but I would just sort of like to see that get all a culmination of point. it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I, I hear you. Yeah, no, but again, good video. Very good content. Very good yes, content. I'm I'm quite pleased with everything that I've seen from Blaine Simple, Blaine simple on youtube very looking forward to going through like his upload history and am awaiting and get to the point where i am awaiting new uploads yeah i i have yet to do that but he doesn't have that much content out right yet so he's only been doing this yeah. for a little while which is unfortunate but also fortunate wow. because now we're able to see him grow 
and he's already got 48,000 or nearly yeah. 50,000. I mean, he's got good content, you know? Yeah. So, no, yeah. As far as I'm aware, I mean, I haven't seen anything so far that I don't like. Um, he's only got 18 videos, the longest of which is 24 minutes. Oh, no, 30 minutes. Yeah. So, like, good on you, dude. Um, yeah. Keep, keep on trucking and you out there and... Audio Land. If you want good DD con- content, you should go and subscribe to Blaine Simple. Hmm. B L once to twice per month. Yeah, good, fine. That's fine. Take your time. Make a good video. You know. I I almost wonder how much of his content is uh, Gen One based, given that Blaine is the name of the fire trainer who looks very similar to him, like mm. his OC, and that is clearly the essence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Huh. Okay. Did we lose you again? No, I'm here. Oh, okay. Fantastic. I don't know. Sometimes I get scared. Paranoid. <laughs> yes. Don't worry, Leo. I'll be with you all through the night. That's good. So, it's good because it's good because when Boo's here, I have someone else I can talk to and, like, not yeah. feel weird about it. But then when, when it's just you and me, I mean, I just miss you so much, you know? <laughs> That's that's how I felt when you went to the bathroom and I was like, <laughs> okay, hello, boys and girls. <laughs> and a gentleman. There you go, yeah. Um, but yes, uh, I think that will do it for us. I think we've covered everything that we needed to cover about making your lovely OCs that are not, I'm totally original, do not steal, um, and those who do not do that. Really should have shown Blaine Simple first. Uh, because wait, wait. they they because Blaine Simple has the the video on like whether you should or shouldn't pros and cons and like what the subject was. Instead oh of, oh, like just jumping. You you mean should have shown the video first? Yeah, should have shown that video of Blaine Simple's first. Yeah, you 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 said shouldn't have, and I was like, okay. Oh, so yeah, should have. Uh, yeah, done Blaine Simple's Skinner video. Yeah, I I. I had to actually plan to do that first, to be fair, but then I was like, mm. but regardless, um, the content uh, is there. Closing, yeah. closing thoughts? Um, I mean, other than everything that we've said, uh, don't look at UA stuff unless your Dungeon Master's cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, please read your player's handbook, you fox. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, you know who you are. Um, they could even be right beside you. They could even yeah. be in a voice call with you. Hey, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> Feeling paranoid yet? Um, you never know where they are. <laughs> strike. But yes, uh, go subscribe to Blaine Simple. Um, please fucking show him support. Um, yeah. Subscribe to us, because we're also neat. And totally not just assholes. Um, and also always right. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to Tulak. Subscribe to Tulak, yeah. Yeah, he seems to make some good stuff. He makes he makes relatively good stuff. Um, yeah. as far as I'm aware, I haven't watched all of his stuff. To be fair, and I haven't watched all of Blaine's stuff as well. So again, to be fair, from first impressions, you know, take it as you will. Um, and hey. If you're out there in audio land, please, uh, if you enjoyed this, please leave a nice little review 
or some such, you know, come over to the YouTube channel in the description somewhere because I like to leave that as well. Um, consider following the podcast as well um, throughout whatever podcast medium you decide. Um, any closing thoughts for you, Aiden? Uh, I would say, uh, <clears throat> let me just climb up on my high horse here. Okay, okay. Rich. Yeah, Rich, okay. Um, uh, D&D is definitely a game wherein um, its main advantage is in the, the freedom of application of your imagination in order mm-hmm. to solve problems and to create a story with your friends. Um, and as a player who's, um, taken inspiration from other characters and as a player who has had friends who have just blatantly ripped off, um, other characters, um, it really does feel that when you absolutely just like rip a character and you're like, this is mine now that you're sort of taking the coward's way out. Um, and that you're not willing to put in the thought to meet with your friends who have also put in, ostensibly, put in the thought uh, to yeah. create their characters, and your DM who has put in the thought, ostensibly, to make his world. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, kindly consider uh, stepping out and making some things creative, uh, creatively. If you're not confident in that, I'm sure I am 100% positive that your DM would be more than willing to help you. Absolutely. Um, You should ideally be making your characters alongside your DM anyway. Yes. Um, Or with some kind of, like, conversation with with him. Yeah, with with guidance, conversation. Excuse um, me. Before session zero and in session zero. Mm Mm-hmm. to find out what fits best for the lore of the DM's world. Yes. Um. Yeah. Don't don't rip these off. They're fun little thought experiments and mm-hmm. good sources of um, inspiration for if you are looking to have a character inspired by, say, um, The Witcher or well, Jesus, a character inspired by Geralt um, <laughs> or Incineroar. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Fake, fake, fake fan alert. Um, yes, you know I don't care. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> then these uh, two locks videos, especially, are a fantastic uh, source of uh, inspiration as to yes. certain guidelines. Uh, kindly don't rip them off, though. No. Um. Thank you, two lock. Thank you, Blaine, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, uh, see you guys next time. Hope you enjoy listening and continue to.